noticed already a few times that he calls it Yeshaya, he calls it Simon instead of Perik, he calls it Simon. He calls it Simon Yud Beis. So he says, the Pasuk states of it like this, Behave Nifyode Al Hanor, he will raise his hand over the river, Ba'ayom Ruchay. What is the exactly touch by Yom? I don't know. But it means with maybe with the strength of his spirit or the anger of his spirit, and he will smite the river into seven Nakhalim. Into seven make it into seven river. He, the river he will make to seven streams. This is a post in Yeshaya Simon Yud Base. Now what is the Nohar over here? The Stam Nohar, a river. The Stam River is talking about the river of the Yamsuf. Just like the first time the miracle took place in the Yamsuf, as the Pasuk states over there, they fell into the Yamsuf, all the Kriyas Yamsuf, it was all the Yamsuf. In the future, it says that it will be broken, it will be split into seven, into seven streams. So he says, in the Yamsuf Hubichinas Malchus Datsilus. The Yamsuf represents the level, is the level of Malchus of Atsilus. Hibichinas Dibur Ha'elyin. Which is the level of the speech of the above. What does it mean? So everything above the Sephiris. The ten sefirahs, they have been equated and they have their parallel the way we have them in this world so that we understand what we're talking about, uh, have an inkling, even though we don't fully understand, but to have an inkling we use metaphors, we use ideas and experiences that we have in our lives over here. And that's how we relate and we say, well... In that level of Atsilus, that is the level of what we speak over here, of where we have it over here. So over here, we have a level of Dibur. Dibur means speech. Now, when we try and figure out in the human experience, speech relationship to the soul, so you will see that in the general way, speech is considered to be the end of all levels. Because basically within the human soul, it's comprised of two basic categories, which are the powers of the soul, which basically is divided into two categories, the powers of the soul, of the intellect and the emotion, that's the moichin and the midas. That's one group, a group of koiches. And then you have another set, which is levushim, which are called garments of the souls. Those are vehicles that the soul uses to express itself, which is basically machshove, dibur, and maise. It's one's thought, speech, and action. But in a general way, the level of speech by the person, before actually action is even lower, but the level of speech 
is considered an external level of the soul. The powers of the soul are inner levels of the soul. The thought of the soul, the, even that garment is called an inner. And the reason they're inner because it is unique to the soul and it experiences the soul by itself. As opposed to speech is something which already comes outside of the person. It's outwardly. It's speaking to somebody else. So, when we want to say Malchus of Atzilus, we say Malchus de Atzilus is sort of God's speech. It's the Dibur of the Elyon. Because what we are describing over here is the outer level of relationship to Hashem, which is Hashem's outer level. Just by way of metaphor, just as by us, our speech is the outer, is the end of ourselves, of who we are. This is sort of the law of furthest level of the level of the Ein Sof, of the level of Atzilus. Where we know that the level of Atzilus, the lowest of it is the level of Malchus, which is the level of the kingdom, which in the order of Sphiris comes Chesed Bina, Chokhma Bina Das, Chesed So he says, So Yamsuf Hu Bechinas of. That's the level of Dibra uh, Elyon. And he says, So we say that it was with God's speech that the heavens were created. So what does it mean when we say with God's speech? That means that it's with the last level, with the level of Malchus. If we are trying to give you a specific aspect for which the light and creation of the world takes place, we say it's from Malchus. Now, as we know, it says that Hashem created the world with ten sayings. Because when you look in the beginning of the Chumash of Bereshis, you'll see it says, Vayomer, and he said, Vayomer, and he said there should be light, he said there should be the luminaries, it should be the, all the animals, Vayomer, Vayomer, Hashem says. It says nine times in the Torah, it says, Vayomer, he said. There's actually one more time, which says, Bereshis Baralikim, as the Gemara says, Bereshis Nami Maimer, it's also a saying of Hashem. So how many saying do we have to create the world? Ten. So, basically these ten sayings of the Hashem saying, they represent the ten sephiris. But that seems to be a little bit conflicting to what we just said. We just try to push it all on the level of Malchus, on the level of Dibur. We're saying that Hashem says, which is level of Malchus. But then we're saying that Hashem's said, Hashem's Dibur, was ten times. And these ten times were corresponding to all the ten uh, Sephiris, not just to Malchus, to each of the Sephiris. And here we're saying that Dibur, which is Malchus, is the one who creates, comes to creation. But the explanation is, the Rebbe explains here, is that it comes down from the level of Chochmah, from the level of Bina, from the level of Das, from the level of Chesed, they all sort of descend into the level of Malchus. They give their energy into Malchus. 
from Malchus it comes down. So it really all comes from Dibur, but it is inspired. It is the light, the energy that comes down from above. And all these ten sayings, they are, but just like in the speech, in this speech it dresses up the higher levels. And they dress themselves up into Malchus, into the level of Dibur, which is speech. And each particular saying has a particular level that it relates to from the level that it comes from. So like the level Yehi Oir, for example, which was one of the sayings, let there be light. So that extends from the level of Chokhmah. Chokhmah is light. Because it says that the uh, a fool goes in darkness, which means a person who doesn't have wisdom, who doesn't understand, on a spiritual level, doesn't know where he's going, doesn't know direction, doesn't know. So that means he's kept in the dark. To be a chokha means that it's light, you can see things, it's open, that's called. So the level of oir relates to the level of Chochmah specifically. And then, what happens, so what does it mean that the level of Chochmah comes through speech? Why not have Chochmah come directly create the world? Why are we saying it comes through Malchus, through speech, and that's the way it was created? Is because that level of Chochmah needs to and is contracted by the level of Dibur. The level of Malchus Dibur conceals and contracts that light, that energy that comes from Chochmah in a manageable sort of energy so that it comes down in the world in a way to energize the world. Vahad Dibur, he says, And this speech is what blocks and covers on this light that is extended. So he says, Like take for example, by the human being, the word of speech, you, uh, letters of speech, yeah, right. No, letters of speech actually provide a double function. On one hand, if you want to reveal the wisdom, you have to use the words to reveal the wisdom. If you want to share wisdom with somebody else, you must be able to speak it out so the other person can understand what you're saying, right? So on one hand, the words are a vehicle to transmit information, right? The vehicles to bring light. But on the other way, the way they bring the light, on the other hand, is that they contract and conceal the light. They take the full uh, understanding of the person. The person puts it into words. Those words are not really fully the intellect of the person. They're actually limiting. They're actually contracting the ideas and bringing it into words. And you don't have the full idea. So he says, If you talk about the letters of speech, 
הם כלי להסכל והמידס. They become a vehicle, they become a vessel to the intellect and emotions. So when you have an emotional feeling, you express it in words. You have an intellectual idea, you express it in words. The words become the vehicle that carry and that absorb, that take in your ideas or your emotional feelings that you bring out in these words. They extend and they dress up in these letters, in the letters that the person speaks, which from the letters becomes words. So although these words basically transmit, but they hide, they block on the intellect, that's within them. Words are not knowledge. Somebody can conceivably say words, repeat verbatim what you said, and has no clue of what is in there. So he's saying the words. And the words, but the words have no meaning. Because, Tim, so say like a child, for example, who isn't capable yet of understanding. He uses the example of a child, but sometimes it can be a child in intellect also, somebody who is not, doesn't have the capacity to understand. So if somebody doesn't understand, you say the same words. So somebody who has his own seichel can take those words and he will be enlightened from them. But another person, a child who doesn't have the capacity, say the same words, he has no idea what you're talking about, even though you said the same words. And the reason is, I, he's saying the words, words aren't intellect. Words cover the intellect within them. And you have to sort of, they're like the code for it, and you have to decode it. The other person has to have an intellect to be able to figure out what the words mean, and not just words. Um, it's because you see, because you have a minor. You ask the minor, does he understand the letters? He knows all the letters. He knows the whole alabes. And the words. He knows all the words. He knows the meaning of the words. You ask him what says Vayoimer means. He said, Hashem, Hashem, El Moshe, to Moshe. He can teach you the words exactly. He knows the words. He knows the letters. He knows exactly. And yet, he can say them well. Im notwithstanding that, He has no understanding at all of the intellect, of the idea that is found within the letters. Rak, only. One who on his own is before this, he's smart. A person who's a chokham to begin with, as I may be in so then from these letters he can understand. So if you are wise, if you have understanding, and then you hear an idea, then you can understand. So what is the essence of the letters themselves? The letters themselves are not revelation. It's a level of hiding. Relative to the essence of the Seichel and the Midas, Seichel and Midas are light, are person's experiences in a way that it's open. This, the power of Dibur, is to block. 
So now, if we take this example, we take this example of creation of the world. So we're saying over here that the person has to be smart to begin with in order to understand what the words mean, right? So when we talk about Hashem's creating the world and using this system of Dibur to transmit, to energize the world, but the world doesn't have a Chocham like here by the words. If he's a Chocham, he can understand the words. We are all relative to the words like the, the, the words to us are just the blocking. We're like the child, like the cotton who sees the words, hears the words, repeats the words, but they mean nothing to him. Because that means that it's a very contracted level. So when we say that God's energy comes through the level of Dibur, essentially what we're saying is God's light is being hidden from us. Because we are like the child who has no idea what, what is carried in those words. So therefore, to us, what is accomplished through Hashem's putting His light in the Dibur, that we get a minute and we get a blocked and a totally hidden light from Hashem. Because that's the extent that we can perceive, because we're like the cotton, we're like the child. We can't receive any more than that, because if we receive more, we cease to be existence the way we are today. So that's what he says. So the Aishyas themselves, by definition, are blockers. They are hiders. They conceal. They don't allow for the light to come through. Veloche. And therefore, Lamailo above, Sheis Havus HaChokma Dibiyah. When we say, the creation of the level of Chochmah, of Bria Yitzir Because we're saying that it all comes down from Malchus. Bidvar Shemayim Nasu. Bidvar Hashem Shemayim Nasu. So we're saying that this is the level of Malchus which gives down the level of Chochmah. We learned, for example, Yihi Oir, and he gave the example, Yihi Oir means the level of Chochmah. So to bring down the level of Chochmah, but we're saying it comes down through Dibur. So what does that mean? So, so if the crea- when the creation of Chochmah, of the Biyah, of Briyitzirasiyah, that comes from Atzilus, Hurak Min Hadibur Elyon, it's only from the speech of the Elyon of the above. It's not like in the example that the one who learns was wise from the beginning. By us it's not like that because we don't have anything here. There's no chacham over here. Therefore, the level of speech and the level of letters of Malchus, the Atzilus, they block and they hide on the Chochmah Bina Das and the emotion of Atzilus. They dress up in the speech so that it should not be revealed at all in Bria. But 
a very minute light, and that would be another example. The light of this is Kimoi Bechinas Ha'oir Hanimshach Al similar to the light which extends through here, etc. Now that's another terminology used in the Kabbalah and the Hasidis, a Ha'ore which comes by way of a here, and which is also a metaphor. Just like we know that if you touch any part of the person's body, and if you make a cut or you in any way uh, you know, hurt it, the person will scream. And why? Because every part of the person's body is connected, and it's all connected to his life force. And if you touch the person, you're causing him pain. But yet, when you take a haircut, or you cut here, it's part of the person's body, and yet you cut it down and nothing, and it doesn't complain. What's the difference between cutting a person's, part of the person's body, like here, and cutting his finger, what's the difference? Because the life force that comes down and energizes the, uh, the uh, here is a minute, minute, minute. It's just a fraction of a fraction, a very, very small piece. And because of that, if you cut it down, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything to the, it doesn't do anything to the, to the here. So when we want to say, and we want to express an idea that a light is very contracted, that a light is very concealed, we say it's a light which comes down by way of a here. So he's saying to you here that what pushes through after the oisius, after these levels of malchus, after they block, so the, uh, the sweeteners, may God... May God delight your heart as you have delighted mine with this cup of coffee. <laughs> Listen, a bracha er pesach is not, uh, and a coffee er pesach is also a luxury. It's not a. So, anyways. So here we're saying that um, the level that breaks through, that does come through into the world after being blocked by Malchus, after being blocked by the Aishyas, is called a level of Ha'ore, which comes in a way of Cyrus. Take a look what he says further about this. Which also he says the verse that says that your teeth are like the Eder, like the herd of Rechelim, which means that um, the um, Rechelim have here, you know, you shear them. So that's connected over there, what it means that the, how it connects to the idea of hears. And the Hamshacha from Bechinasidus. Zehu Inyan Yap. And this is the idea also, what we call a Yam, a river. 
see, because because generally we know there is a saying that whatever takes place in the finds itself in this world is also found in the sea. Everything that's in the Yabosha, in the dry land, is also in the water. The difference is that in the water, everything is covered by the water. There's a blanket over everything. In this world, it's open. So metaphorically, when we talk about the level in which godliness is hidden and covered, we call it like the Yam, because there's nothing visible over there. You don't see anything. It's a cover, a hidden. And what means when we say that we split the yam, like the Jews, they split the sea when they went out of Egypt. What it means to split the sea really means to uncover and to reveal that which is hidden to bring it out into the open, to show it. So he says, yam That is called Almodiskasia, hidden word. Inami or another way, another interpretation. So one of them is because it blocks, it doesn't allow for the light to come through. Inami, or another way, Masha, Dibur Nikra Helem. Why is the speech called Helem? I know. That which extends to the intellect and that which does dress up in the level of speech. That's only the external part of the seichel. But the inner part of one's intellect, cannot be revealed at all in letters and speech, etc. So what he's saying over here, previously he said, he spoke about that the letters and the malchus they block and they cover across the board it requires a chacham to understand them and otherwise they're blocked they're only now he's saying that period what part comes down into the level of speech that the person speaks what part comes down to it is only the outer part of one's brain, one's intellect the deep ideas that one really thinks, knows by himself, cannot actually be expressed in Dibur altogether. So Dibur, by definition, is a lowering, is just attaches itself to the outer part of our Chochmah, cannot come down. Our essence Chochmah, our wisdom of the soul itself, does not descend the old ways down to it. Uh, and what is when we say that you split the sea, Hanashim is Kasia, Nase is Galia, that from the cover becomes revealed, the Hainu, that is, Shulayastir Adibur Elyein, Alaoides Elyeinim, Hamis Mluboshim Boy, that the Dibur of above, which blocks the Oides Elyeinim, that the lights of above, that it doesn't allow them, Hamluboshim which are dressed up in the Oisius, Shem Asechel Vamidis, uh, which is the intellect and the emotion of the Rechmoshal Shem Silus, which by way of example, these are the ten Surah Silus, Kimshi is Gale, Mamesh, the Mishamas Debri Gamkin, Kemoi, Shehu Agilui, that Silus, that it should be as it's revealed to Mesilus. Unfortunately, we ran out of time now, so we're going to uh, stop. Thank you.
Okay. Yeah, you drop the lint a little bit? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay, bring it back. Okay, we have to take it away, yeah. No, Thank you. Yes. The Indian Kriyas Yamsuf. What is the idea of Kriyas Yamsuf? That is from the covered becomes the revealed. Which means we learned before that everything under the sea is covered. But it's there. But it's covered. Now you want to make from the cover, you want to make uh, the revealed. The idea is over here is to connect um, the hidden with the revealed. That instead of being hidden, so now it should be revealed in it. That's the idea of Kriyas Yamsuf. You take the sea, which has everything in it, and it's covered, and now you're able to see what's going on over there. So what it means is that Yastir Hadibur Elyon. So that the speech of the above, the Dibur Elyon, the upper level of speech, should not block on the upper lights which are dressed in it. Because before we talked about that there is the lights of Atzilus that are hidden in the Malchus, because Malchus contracts them, conceals them. Now we don't want them to be contracted and we don't want to be concealed anymore in Malchus, but they should come down openly. Shaheim, and again, by way of example, we're talking about the Seichel Amidus. Shaheim, Seichel Amidus, Adarachmoshul. Shaheim, Eses Sviris da Atsilus, which are the ten Sviris of Atsilus. We use the whole time the example. The person's intellect and the person's emotion comes through the speech. But we said when they come through the speech, they come through concealed and blocked. But here we say that this, the, the, um, uh, what we want is that the speech of above should not conceal the ten spheres of Atsilus, ki imshi yizgale mamesh linishomis debriya gamkein kemoisho hu hagilui ba'atsilus. But rather, it should be revealed to the souls of Bria, also as it is revealed in Atzilus. So, the meaning that we should see, we should sense, we should perceive the same level as they have in Atzilus, we should have over here because there should be nothing, there would be nothing blocking over here, nothing hiding it, so it will come down over there. Belihiyois. And since Sheinian Kriyas Yamsuf, who is Chabros Abriya Matzilus, since the idea of Kriyas Yamsuf is basically the connection of Briya with Atzilus Mamash, without a curtain and a drape which interrupts. See, the comparison brought in the Kabbalah, it talks about the difference between the world of Atzilus and Yitzia, there's a separation. It's used by metaphor from the Mishkan and the Beis Amikdash, in which you had a drape in between, you had a curtain 
a mosach in between the Kodesh HaKadoshim and the Kodesh. What does it mean? You know, sometimes you have a drape which doesn't allow, which hides the light that is in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, that hides the light which is in the uh, holiest, and it doesn't allow for that light to push through, to come through to the other level. Uh, it's uh, covering for it and it blocks it. Now, what we're trying to do is, when we say Kriyas Yamsuf, we say that we are removing the covers so that now there's no more blocking. So now the Kodesh HaKadoshim, so to speak, with the Kodesh is the same, same level. So you have Atzilus being connected together with Briye, like you remove the cover. That's the, that's the idea of Kriyas Yamsuf. But because of that, is Lachain Nikra Hayam Liyud Beis Kroyim. That's why the sea at Yamsuf, it's brought down in the Chazal, that the sea was split into 12 splits. There were 12 different splits, and each tribe went through one of these splits through the Kriyas Yamsuf. It was a separate split, not just one Kriyas Yamsuf, but there was a separate uh, pathway for each one to go through through that pathway. And in, com- in contrast, as we'll learn later on, the Pasuk, which speaks in Yeshaya about the future over there, it says there will be seven different uh, Nechalim, seven rivers. Over here, we'd say that it was split into 12, into 12 rivers. Why 12? Because we're talking about the connection from Bria with Hatzilus we're talking about. We're talking about the connection from the world of Bria to the world of Hatzilus. And uh, the Shvatim, Kineha Shvatim, Heim, Bibriya. The Shvatim, the tribes, are in the level of Bria. Visham, Heim, Yud, Beis, Bechines, Bechlal. And over there, they're generally speaking, there's 12 different levels within the Bria, and which needs to break through through the level of Atil. So it's going to explain now. Because you find also Vechain. Amalochim de Bria. Likewise, the angels of Bria, we also find, just like we, now we're talking about the Shvatim, but we see the number 12, we also find with regards to Malochim. Because we see the Bria Hain Yudbeis Bakor. It says there are 12 cattle. Bahayom Aleyam Milmaila. The Yom is on top of them. Uh, this, this is, a, I believe, in, in Malachim, in the description of the base Hamikdosh, uh, the way it says over there. So it talks about the Yud base Bakar, and the sea was upon them. So that would sort of mean that the angels are called the Bakar, they're the cattle. The sea is on them, meaning covering, and then they have Atzilus beyond them. So you have the Mayim covering them. They're the Alma de they're the hidden world. So here, too, we see an interesting thing. So normally we group the Malachim into four groups. But here we're saying that there's 12 because the four are later on more broken up. Each four containing three. three so it becomes three times four. Although that in general terms we talk about four camps. There's four camps of the Shechina. We have Michoel, Machne Michoel, Machne Gavriel, and you have Refoel and Uriel. So that's the four corners that you have 
right, left, front, and back, or the four corners of the Dalad Ragle Amer Kovetz, which is four. And this is also supported by the verse, Kamesha Kosov, as the verse states, Umishom Yipored Vahoyol Arbo Roshim, that from there, it talks about after Nohar Yitzemi Aden, after the river left from Aden, and Aden, that's the level of Atzilus over there, uh, when it goes out from the level of Aden, says Umishom Yipored Vahoyol Arbo Roshim, but there it splits and becomes to four. So it's four separate Roshim. So, Generally speaking, when we talk about Malachim, or we talk about the way it's split, it's split into four. But here we're talking about twelve. So he says, nevertheless, kol echad, each one of the four is mischalik l'sholish, separates, is divided further into three. Kamoi, and we find this again, an example in the Torah, the twelve tribes. So the twelve tribes were also they were four banners. So generally we know there were four banners going in the four sides as they were journeying in the desert. But each banner contained three separate tribes. Each degel, each banner had three shvotim. So that means even though they're one banner, but yet they're divided into three. So it's four times three. Similarly, Similar is the hand is considered one, is one hand, but yes, still, yes, gimu prokim. And the hand has three parts to the hand. You have the upper, middle, and the bottom part of the hand. Vechein beregel, same thing as the regel. So basically what he's saying to you is that all, both the malochim, as well as the neshamas, they separate, they divide into 12, into 12. And therefore, we need the 12 passageways, breaking through 12 ways to receive from Atzilus, because he's going to explain now that also in Atzilus, they're also in the number 12. So although they're 12, they're in the Bria. So now we're breaking through Atzilus and Bria. They're in Bria. 12. So, but still he says, Where is their root? Where is the source of the 12 tribes? It comes from actually from the world of Atzilus, which is the Yud Beis Gvulei Alachsen the Zoda Atzilus. Those are the twelve uh, boundaries of the diagonals of Zoda Atzilus. What does it mean? I'm not sure exactly what the Gvulei Alachsen how would interpret it, but perhaps if you take every corner and you uh, make it into a angle instead of a corner, you'll get three corners out of each one. So that means that the corner, instead of being a point, one corner, a four-corner square, if you make it into angles, you'll make it one, two, and three. So you'll have one, two, three, I don't know, you get, you get four corners there. But anyways, well, I don't know exactly how the, how the angles, what? Edges on a cube. On a cube, yeah. Maybe that'll work. How much? How many angles is there on a cube? When you say? Well, a cube. This is a cube, right? Yeah, but if so you make it, but if you if you add one more, how much would you get? Would you get twelve? Well, you get like a cube is 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 a square in three dimensions. Ah, you go. So a square is four, and and three dimensions. Four times three is twelve. So it's also be that's what he's talking about. So go ahead. <laughs> so I'm not sure exactly. But nevertheless, in the Zoda Silus, we have this 12 Gvul uh, and there's 12, the number 12. And that would fit very much with the idea of 4 times 3, but you know, maybe that's it. 
Velochein, and therefore, Kriyas Yamsuf, Shu Chibur Valiyas Abriya Ba'atzilus, which is the connection and the elevation of Briyan Atzilus, Harizayis Chabrus Valiyas Ayud Beishvatim De Briya. Thus, is the connection and the elevation of the twelve tribes of Briya. The Yud Beis Gvul Alachs and the Zod Atzilus, they elevate themselves into the twelve uh, boundaries of the Alachs and of Zod Atzilus. By Mashikos Apostle Yer Biyored Agvul, the Lochein. Nikra Yam Yud Beis Gizorim, and that's why the sea split itself into twelve pieces. Shekol Shevet Shevet B'msilosu Yikavim, because each tribe and tribe has to have intention according to its uh, root. Yikavim Kol Chada Pumshuri Delay, each one according to its own measure. In other words, even though it's Christian, so we're connecting all, but each one has a little bit their own direction. And they're all the right directions, but there is a direction for each one. And therefore, because of that, it was 12 to correspond to the 12 tribes and to the 12 different levels where we find them in Atzilus and also the 12 different tribes. As we learn in the Maimah, in the commentary on the Verse that over there the tribes have gone on, the tribes of Yud Kihulu. So the Kolze base. The Kolze who inyan kriyas Yamsuf, and all this is the idea of the splitting of the Yamsuf. That is in the level of the upper level of Dibur. That is, that what we're doing is we don't want that the Dibur and the Oisius, that's the level of Malchus, that should block, that that should cover, you have to with us? That, that should cover on the uh, higher level, so we don't want it to cover, so that it should break through. But for the future, it's written, as we learned this Pasik, He will raise his hand on the River, and then it says he will split it into seven. Nachalim. What is the idea? Why was it necessary to be this whole uh, magnificence of Kriyas Yamsuf? So it was necessary in orders for later. To it to take place, the idea of Kabbalah Torah, so the Yiddish should be able to receive the Torah, so you have to prepare them through this revelation of Kriyas Yamsu. As the sages tell us, the statement in the last chapter of Psochim, in the meaning of the words we say in the Halal, it says, Hayom Bayonis, this sea saw it ran away. Rogdu, and the mountains danced. Now here we're talking about the Kriya Syamsuf over there. It says Ayomra and the mountains danced. So what does it mean Horim Rogdu? Why did they dance Koya Matan They danced a Matan So that means that the Matan when we talk about the the mountains dancing, that's connected to the idea of Hayomra Vayonis. That it says Shalom as we say, and the Hashem split the sea. So, what does this mean? 
So he says, Ki ikir for the main idea of the fulfillment of the mitzvahs is shal yidezem amshichim sheyiyagilu ayir ensof lamato Through this we draw down there should be a revelation of the infinite light below in the bri yitzirasiya kimoi shemezgale be'eser sviris da'atzilus as it is in the ten sviris of atzilus shomiyu v'chamayi chad iver chamayi chad over there, he's one and his name is one. I'm trying to understand that you have the ten spheros and you have this twelve channels. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be ten channels? Yeah, you're right. But that's within the spirit already. That's not the spirit themselves. That's within the spheros over there. There is also there is the level of there is the level of of twelve. Twelve is contained. It's not all the spheros. It's within the spheres we have the in Zohar, we have the twelve channels of, of Zohar. So it says like this. Lochein. Lochein. So therefore, first, there needed to be the splitting of the sea before the Jews were able to receive the Torah. Shahu. Inyan bekias haparso hamafsekes benatzilus libria. That idea is breaking through the curtain, which interrupts between the world of atzilus to the world of libria. Ad shebnei Yisrael holchu bayabosho b'seichayom, so that the bnei Yisrael would walk in the dry land within the sea. And through this, through this, later on, there could be the receiving of the Torah, which means from Atsilus it should extend the revelation into Maria Yitzirasiya, which means like this. The whole idea is to bring down the godly light which is in Atsilus into the Asiya, that we should have that light permeate the this world. So first there needed to be a sort of a breakthrough of the curtains, a like at a one time shocker, you know, to just get it through. And that is splitting of the sea, so that later on this sort of prepares the world for it to be able to later on to receive this constant Revelation in a way, the way it comes down. Um, so he says like this: Indian matan Torah. What is the concept of matan Torah? Who hayoyim la soisom? When Hashem gave us the Torah, the main thing is today we need to do. In other words, it's for the performance. Bekim hamitzvus. The poyo mamish, so that we do the mitzvahs in actuality. We don't meditate just about them. We don't think about them, but we actually observe the mitzvahs. The Talmud Torah connected kulam, and corresponding to all the mitzvahs, the greatest of all the mitzvahs is the study of Torah. So that's greater than everything else. So that is our job today. Today, meaning in this world while we're alive, but ulemachar. The Mokhar means in the future, that means when Mashiach comes in the uh, Gan Eden uh, after this world is the Kabel Zukharam. 
that is to receive the reward, the reward, hainu, la'asid lovey, that is to the future to come. What is that reward? The reward when we talk about is ruinian, his galus, panimis, hatoida, that is the revelation of the inner part of toida, and the time that this is the reason for the mitzvah. Because at that point, we will have a comprehension of the inner reasons for all the mitzvahs, and we'll have a, uh, an ability to see it openly, it'll be revealed to us, so that means that we will have a great delight and a joy from that experience. And uh, and as Rashi comments on the Posik on the verse, the verse says that he will kiss me from the kisses of his mouth, which means, so to speak, a metaphor for Hashem. What is Hashem's kiss? Hashem's kiss means that that's a revelation of Hashem's love through revealing to us the secrets of the Torah. So you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um... So he says like this, this is also the idea of Mashiach. Um, this is also the idea of Mashiach. With regards to Mashiach, it's written, Hine Yaskil Avdi Yorum Viniso. The Torah over there in the Prophet, he describes the greatness of Mashiach. So he says, Hine, behold, Yaskil Avdi, my servant will be uh, smart, Seichel, will have intelligent. But he uses the language here also, Yorum, he will be raised, Viniso and exalted, Chulo, etc. It goes on to describing different ways of exaltedness. So our sages interpret this as specifically that Mashiach will be greater, Hainu me Avraham v'Yitzchak, that he will be greater than Avraham and Yitzchak. That's why it says Yorum, is one goes Avraham, Venisa goes Yitzchak, etc. Then goes Yaakov also. Add further, the verse continues there. It says, Vegova meoid, he will be very great. Now, very high, Gova meoid. The words me'oid here are oisios odom. They spell the same letter as odom, me'oid. Which means, therefore that's understood, not only will he be greater than Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, but he'll also be greater than odom. Then the word me'oid and odom, she'yiyah lemailo, that he's going to be even greater, Mashiach will be greater, me'bechinas odom harishin, than the first man, than even greater than odom harishin. And then it also says, "Umibchinas Moshe Rabbeinu Olav Hashalim," and from the level of Moshe, our teacher, peace unto him. Kamoishe Kosuv, as it's stated, it's written, "Besefer Hagilgulim." That's the book of reincarnation, chapter Perik Yutes, chapter nineteen. That this is the meaning of "Vegova Meoid." that he'll be greater than Adam HaRishon and even than Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, he says, he qualifies it, and he says, Visham Pirish, that over there they explained 
that when it says Me'odom Horishoin, that from the first man we're talking about Achar Shechoto, that's after Odom Horishon's sin. He is not going to be greater than Odom Horishon on the time, on the day of his creation when he was created, but rather after Adam was put into the Gan Eden and he failed and he ate from the tree of knowledge, that level of that Odom Horishon Mashiach is going to be greater. So look in later on. The Ayin Baharamaz, look in the Ramaz, that's a Kabbalistic book on Seif Parshish's boy, in the end of the portion of boy. And the Reish Parshish is Khan and the beginning of the portion of Eschanon, the Daf Reish Samach Omed Beis, on page 260, side B, Gabay Moshe, with regards to Moshe, Havi Shiruso. In other words, uh, he's talking because we also said that he's going to be greater than Moshe. So it says that with regards to Moshe, Havi Shirusa, I'm not sure exactly what it means, a song or service, but it's just referencing over there in the Ramaz. Okay. So notwithstanding all that, so we know that Mashiach is going to be very great, greater than all these. The who, and then he, Yilamidas, he will teach knowledge, the Ha'om, to all the people. Bahasogas Pnimisa Torah, to understanding the inner parts of the Torah. This is going to be Mashiach's job to teach the inner part of Torah. Now the Rebbe is going to, Alter Rebbe is going to explain. Because if you are going to say, as it would seem, in the simple level, Mashiach will be teaching everybody just the Torah, right? The regular Sheyilmoid Torah, that he will learn. The Torah, that the Torah that is revealed to us in our sons, then it's not understood. In other words, we have to say that he's going to be teaching the inner parts of Torah, but not the revealed part of the Torah. Why? Because, number one, the revealed parts of Torah are necessary on a daily life, a day-to-day basis, right? To the regular halachas and the regular things that we need to be involved in in our daily life. That's something which we are have a need for on a constant basis. So the question is, how could it be possible that one person loses to carry 10,000 times 10,000 people? How can one person teach so many people? And he has to be teaching all these people because if we're talking about that he's going to be teaching them the revealed part of Torah, the revealed part of Torah means the Torah which is important for the day-to-day action that everybody needs to know that. You can't teach just some at some times. So how could one person be teaching everybody? Void. And then a further thing, and a further proof, we have a problem that we, we're, we have evidence that he's going to be teaching. The inner part of Torah is because and because then, at the time of the resurrection of the dead, Yokumu Moshe Rabbeinu all of us So Moshe Rabbeinu of peace unto him, he will stand up because he will be resurrected. 
Gam Kol Hagadolim. Also, all the uh, great people from older generation will be resurrected. Shekvar Yoydim They already know the entire Torah. So why would they need Moshe? Why would they need Moshiach to teach them the regular Torah, the revealed Torah? So therefore, Elohim. But the idea rather is. Then this study is going to be in the inner subject of Torah. So not everybody has to know it immediately. So you can have one person teaching it to everybody. The inner part of Torah is la- is longer than a land that can be measured. It has many different elevations to no end and no finish. There's no end to it, to the level of the inner parts of Torah. So he says, Ach, however, he may behold, just as in order for it to be the receiving of the Torah. In the level in which we say that you have to do today, in other words, today we do the mitzvahs, but the reward we get lemachar. We get tomorrow, we get the uh, the reward. Do the mitzvahs. It was talking about the regular mitzvahs that we do, the regular mitzvahs. Before Hashem gave us the mitzvahs, where did Hashem give us the mitzvahs? By the Torah. When Hashem revealed on the Har Sinai and Mount Sinai when He gave us the Torah. But preceding that event, there needed to be a splitting of the sea. So before, in today that we have to do it, first there needed to be the splitting of the sea. Kach, likewise. Just like to receive the Kidei Liyos, his Galus, Pnimis HaToyra, in order for it to be the revelation of the inner parts of Toyra, Le'osid Lava in the future, to reveal, get that Torah that Mashiach is going to teach us, Tzorich Liyos, there needs to be Veheinif Yodoy, Al Hanor, that he will raise his hand on the river. As we started this verse, that he'll raise his hand on the river, and he will split it into seven sections, seven... No. Now which river are we talking over here? Vuhu Nahar Pros. That's the Euphrates River. That's the river of Pros. Unlike the Kriyas Yamsuf, that took place the first time. The splitting of the sea was the Sea of Reeds, Kriyas Yamsuf. Here we're saying that it's going to be the splitting of the Euphrates River, the Nahar Pros. The Ksiv Bay. With regards to it, it's written in the Chumash, when God created, it said there was a river went out from Eden, and then it split into four different sections. So the verse states over there, that the fourth river was the Euphrates River, that was Pros. And the sages, a blessed memory saying the last chapter of Bechoyres, of the tractate Bechoyres, and of Nunheim is based, Hu Dimi Kore, that that is the one 
from the beginning. He was the first to mukar the Hainu. That is the Bechinas, the Nor Eden. That that is the level of the river that went out from Eden. Because when we say that the river went and split into four, and the fourth one was the Euphrates River, Nahar Paras, that Nahar Paras is the real extension from the original Nahar, from the original river. So the original river that came out from Aden sort of continues to be the Nahar Paras, the Euphrates River. And the rest of them are like branches, but the main one is the Nahar Pras. And in the uh, Kabbalistic uh, interpretation of this Nahar, of this river, when we say the river goes out from Eden, is Wubchinas Bina. That is the level, that river is the level of Bina. Uh, a river is an extension, it's expansion, it flows from one to the other. That is the level of Bina coming from, when we say Nor Eden, so we have the level of Chochmah, which is the Nekuda, which is only a, uh, a spark, it's only a source, it's not yet articulated, it doesn't have yet any expansion in it, it's just a point. So here we have the level of Bina, the level of the Nor, but in the terms of thought, speech, and actions, so before we were learning about the level of Dibur, and we said that the Dibur is what separates the speech, is what blocks the, uh, uh, the uh, revelation of Atzillus to coming down into Bria by means of blocking that. Uh, over here we're saying that we're talking about the river at the level of Machshove, which is higher than Dibur. Valkane Nikra Nohar. And that is also why we call it a river, because why would one's uh, thought be called river? Shamachshove. Because the thought does not rest and is not quiet. And that is constantly goes. A person's mind, a person's thoughts are always there. It's like a river. It constantly flows. It keeps on going. And that's why it's called the river. Because it always, it continues constantly. Miloshin that comes from also the language we see, Vinaharu a love called Hagoyim. All the nations will be flowing to him, that's a level of Nahar, that they will be coming and going. So that's the touch of Nahar. Masha'enkin Hayam, as opposed to the sea, Nikra, that is called Mikve Hamayim. The gathering of water. Water. The sea is a place of collection of water. The water is gathered. It doesn't flow. But the Nar flows. The Kavu Vikaimu. They're gathered and they stand there. Vubchinas Hadibur. That is the level of speech. So, notice what he's heading on. That last time around, the first time, they had split what? The level of Dibur. That is, they split the sea, Yamsuf, the sea of reeds. 
Now we're going to split not the sea, now we're going to split the river, the Nahar. And this is the meaning of the verse that the Nahar comes out from Eden. That it continuously comes out from Eden, that it constantly goes out from Eden. It's a constant flow. So now we're going to go and to explain that just like we have learned earlier, that one's dibur, one's speech, carries in it and it is a blocks, it hides the wisdom that's in it. Now we're going to say that by extension, the same thing is there's letters in the Machshava too. In one's thought, there's also a similar process what the Dibur does in relationship to one to the other person. The Machshava really does in oneself, in his own self. Your own thought takes the depth of your own intellect and puts it into, sort of contains it into a certain kind of a formation. It gives it a shape so that you should be able to think, understand what your brain is thinking. So your own thoughts become vehicles, just like this speech is a vehicle for you to express to another individual outside of yourself. Your thought is the vehicle within yourself to explain to yourself what your brain has come up with, so that your thought encapsulates that, holds the indent. <laughs> The level of Machshava is also a level of letters. Like when you think, you think with a language, right? You think with letters. You think with words. You have letters. They are also merely garments. In other words, the thought itself is not intellect. Thought is a garment that encapsulates, that carries in it the wisdom, the thoughts. Just as speech is a vehicle that carries the intellect. The machshava, the thought, that letters that carries the uh, intellect. But it's a inner garment, which means it's a garment within the person, as opposed to speech which is a further, it's an external garment, meaning because it's already tapped to the outside. It relates to the outside. But nevertheless, he is still a garment. And vehelem, and it's a block, it covers, it hides, relative to the essence of the upper level of wisdom, the chokhmah of above. Al similar to what mentioned earlier, as we spoke about the letters of speech. Only thing is that the block, the way they're blocked in the letters of Machshove, is not to the extent as they're blocked in the Oisius Hadibur in the letters of speech. Speech are much more gross, they are much more blocking agent than there is the levels of Machshove. Look what I've written about this topic in the explanation on the verse of Posik, Shishim Heimo Melochis, Gabe Inyan Pnimis with regards to the idea 
of what's inner and what's outer. So now we're going to understand what the Pasuk is talking about over here. The Inyan, the Heinif Yodi Alanor. What does it mean over here? He will raise his hand over the river Chulu. Hainu, that means Sheyye is Galus Atzmius Eden Ho'elyin. That there will be a revelation of the essence of the Eden of above. So instead of the Eden coming down and being blocked in the letters of Machshava, it will be revealed. Shaloi Kimoi. Not like Shanim Shech as it extends now, Began Eden, in the Garden of Eden. So we say, Gan Eden, right? Eden is, that's the place where the Tzadikim get. They're, uh, they're sitting and enjoying the revelation. So how do they get the revelation? There is a river that flows to them. Nor Yitzim Eden, Lashkis Sagan. So they have a river coming from Eden, to feed and to give through the Norsh. Al-Yidehanor. Al-Yidehanor. Shuhu. That's through the river Shuhu, that is. Al-Yidehanor. That is through the letters. So that there's letters that carry that flow to the Ganeden. Ve'oisiyes malbishim. And these letters, they dress up. And they block the chokma ilah, the wisdom of above. or in this case, he calls it the Aden. And it's not grasping and essentially understanding the level of Aden, because it's not. It comes down through the river. It comes down to the letters of Machshavah. And that's why our sages tell us, Soif Perik Hey, in the end of the fifth chapter, the Brachis, of the tractate Brachis, She'al Eden, that with regards to Eden itself, Namar, it's written, Ayin Loiroaso. There's a verse that says, No eye has perceived, no eye has seen. That refers to the level of Eden itself. So it says, Vishema Toimar Hugan Hu Eden. Maybe lest you will say that the garden and the Eden are the same thing. You're saying Gan Eden, right? It's a garden and the Eden. They're both they're one and the same. So it says Talmud Loimar, the Pasik says, the verse tells us, Vinohar Yaitsem Eden, that there is a river that goes out from Eden, Lahashkis es Hagon, to water the garden. That means that there's one thing is the garden, the other thing is the Eden, and from the Eden there's a garden that there's a river that runs and flows to water the God. What does this mean in the Kabbalistic terms? That the flow from the Eden doesn't go directly to the Gan, to the Gan of Eden. The flow from the Eden to the Garden of Eden comes through by means of a river. And the river means through means of thought, through means of letters, which block and uh, don't allow for the full measure of the Eden to come down into the Gan. Vahainu, and that is Mishum, because She'ein Ham Shocha began Eden, that the extension, the way the flow comes down into the Garden of Eden, Rak 
that only comes by the intermediary of these letters. The Bechinas Nohar Anal, from the level which we call Nohar. Those are the letters of Machshavet I mentioned earlier. These letters are blocking Chulu. The Hagilui and the revelation, Hurak Ba'alma, that's only a shine alone. So that is the way it works normally. Until the time when the possible Avol, however, but Al Al Hanor, through Hashem raising his hands over the river, Khulu, Yavoyu, they will reach Ligilui Bechinas Eden Mamesh. They will reach the revelation of Eden itself. Eden will no longer come through the river, but Eden itself will be revealed in its fullest purity without being disguised, without being hidden, and without being blocked by these letters, by the Nohar, by the river. The Zeu Pirush, and this is also the meaning when we talk about the times of Mashiach, we say, Ar Enu Niflois. So, Ar Enu Niflois, normally we translate it as, I will show. Uh, them, them meaning the Jewish people, Niflois, wonders. I will show the people wonders in the times of Mashiach, they'll see wonders. But when you translate the world precisely, it says, Ar Nu, I will show him, not them. Him means Hashem. Because the way the Rebbe is, exp- the Rebbe is explaining if he here is, because actually we will be able to perceive him himself. Because the level of Eden will become visible. So in this context, Ar Nu means I will show him. Ar Nu Daike. I will show him. And it means, I thought that this, this is what he's saying over here, but I think the, the, the emphasis that he's actually trying to say is not Ar Nu show him, but only, but he means to say here, it's visible as opposed to just hearing about something, an understanding, you will be able to see, you know, that's mamish, which is actually seeing, you know, and that's the, when you have, when you see something, then you're 100% convinced about it, and nobody can make any questions in your, in, in, throw in any doubts, because you've actually seen it, mm-hmm. and even if they have, you know, questions, how is it possible for you to see something, it's impossible, but I've seen it myself. When somebody is so convinced about something uh, through his uh, being, con- seeing it and his experience, and his, then he's seen it. Which is beyond the level of just hearing something and understanding. Because understanding comes, listening comes through words. It's the spoken word that comes to you. So you heard something, which means that it's blocked. That's why hearing is not at all compared to seeing it. Seeing is a totally different level. It's a much higher level to be able to see it. So what is this idea that we're saying? That we're actually going to see the level of Chochmah itself. Because Eden is the level of Chochmah. That's the 
highest level in Atzilus, the first in the beginning of the Ein Sof that comes manifest in Atzilus. It says we will see that level of Chachm itself. So what does this idea mean? So Yuvan, we will understand it al similar Mashikosuv, what it's written, Bepriyetz Chaim, in the Priyetz Chaim, Shar Kriyas Shema, in the gate called Kriyas Shema, Shalamito, on the, the bed. Perek Aleph in chapter 1. It says, Gabeha Arizal. It says with regards to the Ari of blessed memory. Shabishasashina. During the time that he went to sleep. Beyom Hashabbos. On the Shabbos day. On his nap. His Shabbos day nap. Shoma. He heard. Be Yeshiva Shalmailo. In the Yeshiva of above. In the heavenly academy of study. He heard the parshas Bolok Bilam, in the portion of Bolok and Bilam. That's the sections in the in Bamidbar which talk about the Bolok and the Bilam. He heard Dvarim Nifloim. He heard wonder, wondrous matters. He cannot articulate it. He cannot express it. In 80 years consecutive years, if he would be teaching 80 years consecutively, he cannot explain that which he has perceived in one afternoon Shabbos sleep that he went over there, that he learned in the Holy in the Academy from above. Good sleep. What? It's a good sleep. Well, oh. <laughs> he learned so much in sleep. <laughs> so the question is, he says, This seems surprising, it would seem. How is he able to grasp in his thought in one hour this that you need to express verbally in speech. If you're going to talk about it, it's going to take peishona. It's going to take 80 years. How could you in one hour receive in and your thought what it would take you to speak 80 years? Although the letters of the thought Nikroim are called Asvin Ravrivin, they are called large letters. Lefi, because because in thought Masik Zman, you can perceive with a little time that which would require to speak Zman Rav, which would take a long time to speak. So we know that that it's greater, but what, not such an extent as it's going to ask. Look in the Zoyar, the second uh, portion of the Zoyar in Truma, Daf Kuflam, and Beis Aleph on page 132.1. And he says in the parentheses over here, Shalakach, B'Shabbos, Oimrim. That's why in Shabbos we say Aleph Beis, and we say Kel Odoin. Right, we say the, the, that 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 uh, that prayer that we say after, uh, right after Baruch over there. So we say Kel Odin. At Shekol Ois Yesh Boy Dalid Oyei Tevis. Each letter has four or five letters. Kel Odin Akolam Matzim Baruch Hu Mevoyrach Befi Kolam Shama Godly Vetuve Moloilam Das Zvunos. So each letter has four or five words. So it starts off with Kale, then it says Kale Odin Al Kol Hamasim. That's five words. Okay? 
Then you have the next base, Baruch. Umverach b'fi kol hanisham. Again, five words. This is God live to the Mala has four words. So each pasuk over there starts with the letter of the Aleph base, and then it has four or five words following it. Where is this again? This is in the davening of Kelodin. So it starts, it goes in the Allah order of the Allah base, and it has each one has four or five letters. The fee. Where does that occur though in the service? The service? It's after Baruch, well, shortly after Baruch over there. Uh, you say, uh, you before say, Shema. before Shema. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. And that is because it's from the large letters, so that's why it does. It's not just one; each one has four or five, because it's large letters. Because that's the letter of thought. So we know that the letters of thought are not just plain letters, but the letters that contain four or five words each one. So in other words, it's one letter here. But look at the extension of each letter. Each letter, the Aleph tells us Kale, God, right? But it's not just Kalitz. The Aleph continues to Odin Al-Kolamasim. It gives you a whole thing. So each letter is a large letter, meaning containing a lot of, a lot in it. But yet, notwithstanding the fact that we know that the letter are something which is large, the letter of Machshavah, but Mikomokoim yet, Hainu Shemasik B'Machshavah, that you can understand what you thought in a quarter of an hour, that you need to speak for an hour and two. It's relative. You can speak for an hour and two, you can think about it in a quarter of an hour, what it takes you to talk for an hour and two. But for one to grasp in his thought, in one hour, this that you need to speak, for 60 or 80 years, that's impossible. That's, it's preventable. It's no, there's no way that you can grasp a person in his mind uh, for one hour what it takes 80 years to speak, 60 or 80 years to speak. That's impossible. So what does it mean? So what does it mean that that result understood in, in one hour what it takes in 80 years to, to speak? And his sleep. Well, his sleep helped him his thought. who? <laughs> But the idea is that his understanding was in a way of seeing. Which means the He saw. He didn't understand it. He saw the Chokhmah itself. It's not as it dresses up Bibino in the level of Bina in the person's articulated mind, Vahasogin understanding, Mibchinas Oisius in a level in a level of letters. It's much higher than the level of the intellect, as it is dressed up in grasping in letters. This is way beyond. Actually you're talking to the extent that it's possible. What you can understand by seeing Chokhmah. It's a different level. It's a, it's not in the same. It's a different way of approaching it. It's not approaching it through understanding. It's a, seeing it. When you see it, you can see a picture. You can see in one second. You can see an endless amount of details. Now, if you want to dress up what you've seen in letters, 
then you need time. Samach or Peishona, sixty or eighty years. Okeinian hishtalshlos has zman, just like the idea that how zman uh, evolves milamayla mehazman, as time evolves from above zman. So we say over there we say the elef shonim beinecha kiyoyim esmel. He says a thousand years in your eyes is like yesterday. So what does it mean? A thousand by Shem, it's one day, is like a thousand days. What does that mean? It means because it's a different level. It's not in the same, uh, not in the same, uh, it's a different dimension. It's a total different dimension. Seeing Shem's man, Shem's time, is one day, one year, one day, so is a thousand years. Hashem created the world. First day he did this, it's not the same day as our day. No, it is the days. But to us, he's talking to our days. That is... In our days, but it comes from a higher level of days. But us, it's our days. You know, they say this joke about this fellow. He said, God, you know, please, you know, what is money in your eyes, you know? I mean, a thousand dollars, a million dollars is like one dollar to you. You know, he says, so, uh, can't you grant me, you know, please give me one dollar. So God says to him, wait a minute. <laughs> God's minute is a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is relative. Yeah. Similar to this, Moshe requested, Let me pass through and let me see the land. He says, I want to see the land. Because by Moshe it's written, He saw the beginning to him, but also Moshe. Moshe desired to extend this level in the gathering to all Yidden. They're called the land of desire. And he didn't succeed. He wanted them all to have the level of seeing versus understanding. That's why it says, Now Yisrael Shema. He tells them, listen. He doesn't tell them see because the Jewish people could not he wanted to achieve the level of seeing. Hashem said, no, no seeing, but just hearing. But in the future, the revelation of this level would be by the gathering of Yidin, through Mashiach. Look in the Zoyar, the third section in the Zchanon, Dafresh Samach Omed Beis, Aposik, on the verse, Ato Achiloisachulu, Ba'ayim Ashakosim is a Gamkein. Also, look what I wrote about this in the Biur, in the explanation of Aposik on the Rishon, Ba'ayinif Hakoyin Oisom, that the Koyim will raise them, Alechem Abikurim Besoy for the end. So he gives you other references. Ba'alderech Gilui Zeb, and similar to this revelation, She'yiye Gilui Taime Amitzves Losit Lovay. And this, the reasons for the mitzvahs will be by this type of means of re'iya, different kind of seeing. Also, the reason for the mitzvahs will be revealed in the future. That's why it says, this, Ayin No eye has seen, But he will do this for those who wait for him, meaning for those who wait for Mashiach, because at that time will be the revelation. Look at the Zoyar and Pashas Khan, that is what Mashiach is going to teach. 
Now we're seeing, teaching that way, he's going to teach us the seeing of the mitzvahs, of the inner mouth. And this is what it says, that he'll be very smart, my servant. Because this level also has infinite amount of levels in which which Mashiach will reach higher and higher and higher. And that will be revealed when Mashiach will come. But he is still saying that this is all part of what Mashiach is going to teach, and then we're going to see further in the specific elevations of Mashiach beyond the Ovis, beyond Moshe Rabbein, as we talked about before. Cool. Pretty interesting stuff, no? Yeah. Thank you. I understand how the Mashiach and all this about the Mashiach tied in with uh, this idea of like a vision, a higher understanding, and the... Because... Um, he was explaining that when Mashiach will come, he will um, he will be teaching a a lot greater than we know today. What he's trying to do over here in the Mimer so far was to draw a parallel from the way the Torah was given the first time to the way the Torah will be given or revealed uh, the second time, which means during Matan Torah, the first time at Mount Sinai, we basically received uh, the revealed part of the Torah. That's what we studied over there. That was the main section. But when Mashiach will come, at that point, uh, we will uh, be able to learn and we will be revealed to us. Mashiach will teach us the inner parts of Torah. And the process of Matan Torah the first time came through splitting of the sea. And over here we find that before uh, the Mashiach's coming, it also, the verse states that he will split the river. Now, over there he talked about what is is the meaning of splitting of uh, of the sea. And he explained in the Kabbalistic terms, in the metaphorically, in the way of the inner meaning of things, that when you split the sea, that means that you take away those uh, blocks that, that obscure, that don't allow for the uh, presence of godliness to be revealed into the world. When you split the sea, that means that you're uncovering that which's been hidden. And he's talked about the fact that between Bria and Atzilus there is a cover and therefore in order for the Torah to be effective in this world eventually through our study of Torah for us to draw down the light into this world which is basically the purpose of the Torah and the mitzvahs we needed to first have a splitting of the sea in order to achieve that. Then he goes on to say the same thing is actually needed before the teachings of Mashiach because Mashiach is going to reveal to us the hidden parts of Torah and over there too we find this idea that you split but over there you split the river and he explained the difference because there is a level in which Dibur conceals and obstructs, blocks the idea that was in there and to take away those letters or those, those blocks uh, that was the purpose of the first uh, splitting of the sea. But then there is the level of 
machshava, which also has, which is level of thought, which also has letters, which machshava is also obscures, doesn't allow for the full a revelation of the, say, the chokhmah that's inside of the person. And that is called the level of Nohar, he said. It's like a river versus a yam, because that represents the level of machshava, which always moves, and, and, and also the level of bina. And he talks about that is a split that takes place between Eden and the Gan, between the Gan and Eden. And there too, there is a block, there is a cover from the letters of Machshavas that don't allow for the full oil to come through. But before Mashiach's revelation in this world, there needs to be a split, which means there needs to be a revelation, sort of an openness between the level of the Eden, that the Eden should directly shine into the garden, so that you should be able, so the, so that the Gan, so that the garden should, the Gan of Eden should be able to really experience that, so that eventually Mashiach's teaching should also be able to come down into this world. And he went about explaining that Mashiach's teaching is not only going to be in a, on a uh, more a more and greater the hidden parts of Torah, it's in a different dimension. It's a the dimension of Re'iya, it's a dimension of seeing things. He brought through the idea of the Arizal. So, in order to be able to see things in that level, in the level of Re'iya, there needed to be a split so that the Chochmah, that the level of Eden itself should become revealed. And that's why uh, we have this splitting of the sea of the river taking place before uh, Mashiach's coming. And Mashiach will be the one that will bring down to us this concept of, of, of the, uh, the concepts of, of, of the reasons of the Torah, the time mitzvahs. But he'll bring it down in a very deep and in a very different level, a different dimension. And we'll be able to see and that's, that's the main accomplishment of uh, of, uh, of Mashiach. Now, the one striking difference that we have, uh, we explained the difference why over there was a sea, because the sea and water, water are together, they're not running. That represents more the level of Dibur, whereas the river represents more the level of Machshava, which constantly moves. So that's one distinction that we see clearly between when Hashem splits the sea at Matan Torah and over here, Hashem splits the river. But there is another very uh, distinct difference over here that by the splitting of the sea we say it was split into 12 pieces. And we talked about the tribes that that represents all the different 12 tribes which represents the splitting in between the level of Bria which the tribes were to the 12 Gvule Alachsen, those are the 12 uh, in, in the level of Zoh which is in the level of Atzilus. So there is a split over there to combine these two uh, worlds, the world of Atzilus and Berea. But over here, it says specifically that it's going to be split into seven pieces. So what's the idea? Why over here seven and why over there twelve? That's what we're going to learn today. He says, And now we can also understand this that it states over here, it says he will smite it into uh, seven, seven rivers. So, what does that respond correspond to? That can I get that corresponds to Gimel Avos, the three forefathers, 
the Daladimoyes and the four uh, uh, mothers of the is Avram Yitzchok Yaakov and Sarah Rivka Rachel and Leah. Right. Now, remember the number twelve represented what? Twelve tribes. Twelve tribes. The twelve tribes. They were in the level of Bria. We said. So that was a connecting the 12 to the 12 of Atzilus. But the fathers and the mothers of Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, that's seven because that represents the level of the ways in Atzilus. Because the forefathers, their level was in the level of Atzilus. Kihine, for behold. Hayud Beis Shvotim, the 12 tribes, Haim Bibriya. They are in the level of Bria. Vinikra Merkava. Tato, Merkavta Tato. That's called a lower level of a carry, a carriage. Meaning, a carriage meaning that they were subjugated to Hashem. They were sort of Hashem's carriage, but on a lower level, a, a lower carriage, which means that they were in the level of Beria. Abel Ha'avais, Hein Hein Hamerkava. But when we say that the fathers are the carriage, they are the Merkava, over there, Hainu Merkavta Ilah, that's the upper level of a carriage, which means the Atsilus. They're the upper, they are a carriage to the Atsilus, which means they're subjugated to the level of Atsilus, which means that they are uh, at that level. Bahainu, and that is, Shehem, they are, they represent. Chesed, Gvura, Tiferes, the Atsilus. The level of Chesed, Gvura, Tiferes, and Atsilus. That's represented by the others when they were a Merkava. It says in the parentheses, As said elsewhere, Bediver Hamaschil, in the Mimer, which begins with the words, The idea that the father was the Merkava. Look over there in that Mimer. Likewise, the mothers, they too are in the level of Atsilus. Look what I've written now, Posik, on the verse, Vayash came Lovon, that Lovon got up early, Be'inyan Ho'oves Va'ashvotim, Ube'parshe Ba'midbar, and the portion of Ba'midbar, Sevdi Ba'am Aschil, in the end of the Maimer that begins with Vaydaber Su'ul, Mishpuchayz Be'ezoyz Va'ayinshon. No, as... The, 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 the matriarchs, right? Right. Uh, uh, you're saying the same level? In Atsilus. In Atsilus. In a way, they may be even higher, but go ahead, yeah. So, how come we don't say it in the immediate difference since we just mentioned the patriarchs? We don't mention the matriarchs. You know, in, in many in many halachas, it's, they, they count them as a unit versus counting them separate. Like we find in many laws, like in a home, for example. So like lighting like the Shabbos candles. So that mitzvah the women does, and it sort of includes everybody. Uh, Hanukkah candles, like we find sometimes, the man of the house does it. And the wife is like his body. Not every time we separate them. When we say Avraham, even though we mention Avraham, but it doesn't mean that we're excluding anybody. It means really everybody. It includes Avraham with his family, with his, with Sarah, and Yitzchak with Rebecca. And matter of fact, sometimes we say that the uh, sages tell us, and we find in different areas, 
that the matriarchs were even greater prophets than the than their than the forefathers, than Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob themselves. And God says to Abraham, you should listen to what Sarah says, and uh, in many other places. But that's not to take away the fact that in the davening we mentioned Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's just merely mentioning the merits of the forefathers together as a unit, together with the with the uh, with the uh, uh, matriarchs. But it's not an exclusionary. It's taken as a unit altogether. Okay, but. Uh, but that's a good question. You know, we have to uh, look at it elsewhere on the simple level. Okay, Vihine. Uh, so now he said like this: Kimoi shashvotim, just like the tribes, ima yoishein atzmon bebriya, even though that they themselves are in the level of bria. Im kolzeh, yet notwithstanding that. Yeshlam Shoirishumakir, they have a root and a source, Ba'atzilus, in the world of Atzilus, Shalemailam Mehabriya, which is higher than Briya. So, meaning that even though we're saying we're placing the Shavatim, the tribes, in the level of Briya, but still we're not excluding the fact that they have a higher source, even higher than Briya in the world of Atzilus. Hello, but what it means is the Sham over there in Atsilus, it's only a root and a source. So there's a difference where the tree is and where its root is, right? So there's one part of the tree which is the root, and then there's the other part where the tree itself is. So over here we're saying, well, the souls, the Nishamas of the of the tribes is rooted in Atsilus. That's where the roots are from. But where are they themselves in the level of Bria? Uh Atzman, they themselves of Bria are in the level of Bria. So this is not really a contradiction because there is a evolution that takes place actually in everyone's soul. We our souls start up from very uh, up high but then they evolve and they go through various different transformations until it comes down into this world like we say every morning in the morning blessings we say after the, uh, the Modani we say Kemaimer like we say in the saying we say over here we say like this Neshama the soul Shonosato be that you have given to me so now we start saying where is this soul come from so we saying first Tahirahi. Uh, Tahira means it's pure. Mm-hmm. Pure represents the level of Atsilus. Mm-hmm. So it's all the ways from Atsilus. And then later on, it descends from there, we say, Atobaroso. You have created it. Creation is already meaning Yesh Me'ayin. Something from nothing. When we use the word Yesh Me'ayin, meaning that there is a gap in between the Creator and its creation. In other words, in between the level of the Neshama in Atsilus and the level of Bria, there is a Yesh Me'ayin. Ve'ein areich ha-Bria legabei Atsilus. And there is no comparison, there is no relationship, really. In other words, it's so it's much greater 
and Bria cannot compare at all Lagabe Atzilus, Rao to Atzilus. Velochein. So, which means, but by the souls of the, by the souls of the tribes, over there specifically, they are from Bria, but they still come, they start out from the Tohira here. So, since their root is in Atzilus, so therefore, Lachain Kideshi is Chabru, Hain Atzmam. So, in order for them themselves to connect, to unite, Im Sharsham Mamish, that they should be united with actual their root, the way their root is in Atzilus. Which means, that means, Sheyiye Giluya Atzilus Mamish Bahem. So that the revelation of Atzilus, where their root is, should actually be revealed within them. Zehu, this is Daika, that can only take place through the splitting of the sea. You're removing the barriers. That's why it was split into 12 pieces, as mentioned before. The same thing is, with regards to the forefathers. Shehein atzmon bezayin tachtoines de atzilus. They themselves are on the seven lower level. Notice there's again, there is seven over here. And in this, even though we use the Lashon of Chesed, Gvur, Tiferes, that's Avram, Yitzchov, Yaakov, but I'm going to guess, since there is seven Midos, I'm going to guess that the Midos that go are represented by the other four matriarchs. So there's a toad. So they represent, it's called the Zion, the seven lower levels within Atsilus. Because we split in Atsilus also two categories, the spheres of the emotions and the spheres of the intellect. The intellect we divide always into three, Chochmah, Bina, and Das. They are called the Gimel Rishonis. They are the three top ones, Chochmah, Bina, Das. The seven Tachtoines, the lower ones, are the Midas. So even though they themselves, the Ovis, are in the seven lower levels of Atzilus, Abel Shorshom but their root of the Ovis and the Emois, and their source, Ksiv, the Parsik says, Ki be'ever ha-nohor yoshvu It's on the other side of the river your fathers have sat. Uh, that is we actually a passage we also say in the Haggadah. So, meaning on the other side of river they said uh, Terach and uh, who was Avram's father, they were always on the other side of the sea. So he says, but over here, meaning from the other side of the sea, meaning from a higher level of the sea, as he says here, Hulu, your fathers come from the other side of the sea. That represents from the world which is even higher than Atsilus. Even higher, yeah? Abraham's family though was lower though. Right? That's true, yeah. But in this context, they were lower. They were of Vedazora. There was Terach and but in the context of your fathers come from Ebranor in the Kabbalah, it means they come from a higher level. It didn't manifest yet itself by uh, Abram's re- real, uh, you know, uh, parents and, uh, and, and like that, but it still has the 
high level, as it's metaphorically in the levels of the Kabbalah, in the level of Atzilus, it comes from the other side of the river, which is, because it says, Kizo Ba'atika Achid Vitalia. Zo, Zo, that's the name. Zo is a is an abbreviation of Ze'er Ampin. It means a small face. It, it's 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 um, the seven midos are referred to as the small face. The large face is the uh, is the emo, is the intellect. But it's called the Ze'er Ampin. Those are reference to the midos. So it says in the Kabbalah that Zo is in Atika. Atika is the removed level. Atik, which is removed, that's the level of Keser, that's the level of a crown, which is beyond that silus. So over there it says, the Kabbalah has a, a statement that Zoh is in Atik, Ochid, united, Vitalian hinges and hangs on there, which means that there is a very re- close relationship between the Midois and Atik. Uh, so look over there. Hello. But uh, same as we said before, the Hainu, which means that Sheshor Shomisham, that they are rooted from the level of Atik from Ebranor. But nevertheless, Hain Atzmon, they themselves are the Zion Tachtoinus, are in the seven lower levels. Hainu, Elo, the Hainu Sheshor Shomisham. They are rooted from the level of Atsilus. They themselves are in the seven lower levels of Atsilus. Look what I written in the explanation of verse Simaniki Khoisom with regards to the subject of Ritsuis the Tfilin, that the straps of the Tfilin that we have it by tradition. Passed down from Moshe from Sinai, she used need to be black. I need some explanation over there that he's referencing to, but we have to learn all that stuff. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but however, in the future, through raising his hands over the river Hulu, Azai then is so the fathers and the mothers will be elevated. That the revelation should be in them. That is from beyond Atzilus. That is the level of the other side of the river. And that is That is the seven lower levels of the level of Atik Yoimin. The removed of days, which means the level of Keser, which is higher than Atzilus. The call is in the Cholim. That's why he splits it to seven rivers. Shegamko Yisroel Yikablu Hagilu Yizeh Al Yidehovas Vimoyz Chulu. That all the Yidden will receive this revelation through the fathers and the mother, etc. Ba'in Lashkos in the principle Yizeh B'Di Biur Aposik Ba'Lois Chasaneidus Chulu Yirushivus Chasaneidus Subdiur Maschad Yisrim Nerezayus Chulu Ba'in Lashkos Pasul Yisroel Aposul Yavres Mavir Yavir Chulu Einshom. He's going to say over here that. Uh, this is this splitting helped later on for all Yidden. The fact that the Ovis can reach a higher level later on, it descended and helped all of us uh, 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 get a higher level. So that's why we can later on get the Pnimis uh, Torah through Mashiach, and 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 that's why 
the revelations only came after Vihika, after this splitting, after the others getting the higher level, but we'll learn further now. So he continues the Mimer and he says, Vihinei Al-Yideze, through this, he was talking about before that when Hashem love in the future, it says he will smite the river into seven rivers. And he said that the seven rivers represent the Avais, the forefathers, and the matriarchs, the foremother, which is the number seven, which represent the seven spheres. And the reason why there is going to be breaking into seven, that means that Hashem will remove the uh, block that usually, it's called the letters of the Machshove, which usually don't allow for the full oil, for the light, which is higher than Atzilus, to come down into Atzilus, which is the mocker, the shoyrish of the Ovis. Although the Ovis are in Atzilus, but they come in from Attic, from Yuchad and Attic. So still, it's going to... Okay. So... Um, so then, and by breaking through, there's going to be a new and a much greater ha'orah. So he's saying, through this, this procedure, first to allow for a greater oil, for the higher oil to become visible in Natsilus, through this, Yuchalias Acharkach. <coughs> so later on, there can be his Galus Pnimis the revelation of the inner part of the Torah, which is time Torah. This is the reasons of Torah. Shahu his galus That is the revelation of the hidden moyach, which is before he said, which is the level of Atik, which is higher. There is the open level of moyach, the moyach You have the chokmas hatoyra, the way we have it today. That is from the revealed level of chokma. <clears throat> but the reasons of toyra we don't know today. That's considered a higher level, they come from a deeper, from a higher level, that is called Mechistimo. And that's where it comes from, the Pnimisatoyra. So before we can have that experience, there has to be the breaking of the river. As opposed to the revealed Torah, which also comes from Mechim, but he Mechabad that's not from the Mechistimos, but it's from Chabad of Zoh. That's the intellect of the emotion. That's the Chokhm bin Adaz of the Zeir Ampin. Because the others are the Zeir Ampin. So Torah comes from the level of Chabad. That's the reveal. This comes from Mechistimos. And Ayin Mashikosuf, so Dibra Maschil, Ani Hashem Lekechem. The Parshish Tzitzis. Look. That which I've written in the end of the Maimon begins on the Inyan with regards, the Torah, the Pasik says, Betoiras Hashem Chevtsoi Uvisoi Rosoi. So there's two Torahs here. There's one that says he desires Torah Hashem, 
and his Torah. So without looking in the Maimer, I'm assuming that he's talking over there about two levels in Torah. There is Torah's Hashem, <coughs> which is the level of Chabad. And then there is Vesayrah Soi, which is higher, which is Mechastimo, which is the Pnimis HaToyrah, which is the Taima HaMitzvah, which comes from a higher level, from level of Vesayrah Soi. And therefore, in order for it to be this revelation, that needs to be, they have to go through in dry land that river, the river that we, that we mentioned before. We said that there was a river that comes from the higher place, from the Nor. And they have to dry it out, meaning take away that cover, that Nor. The letter, letters he talked about, the letters, the Oishis of Achshove. It has to dry out, get rid of those letters of that Nor. Then it will be revealed that which is higher than Atzilus, the Hainu, which is Moichus and that will come down to be Amamish, that will come down into this world, because the Gili of the Moichus will come down to us in Atzilus. Uh, so you have, first by Matan Torah, there was the break, and there was uh, his Galus uh, from Atzilus into Bria, for the purpose of revelation of the level of Torah into this world. And in order for, before it can be the revelation of the Pnimis HaToyra, which Mashiach will teach, and we have to have dried up the letters, the Nohar, the letters of Machshobe, so that higher than Atzilus can come down eventually into Biyah, so that we will be able to receive, understand Pnimis HaToyra. Vayim HaShikosuf, Minyan Giluze Bibiur Al Posiki Kasharashmaima Kadosh Manal Bibiur Al Posiki Al Kol Kveit Khupa. There he explains with regards to this revelation. Okay, now he's going to give you another meaning. He says now Vyashloiman. We can also say Gamkain also explain this Api Mashikosub Haramaz based on what the Ramaz explains. In Parshas Breshis, Davdalat Seif Amud Beis. Bezelu Shoyne, and this is what he says there. Noida, it's known. Kipardes Misakin Abia. That Pardes, the Pshat Remesh Drush Soid. The Torah can be learned on four levels: on the simple level, on the level of a hint, the level of a Remesh, the level of a Drush to expound it. And the level of secret level of Kabbalah. And he says that these four levels correspond and they're misakin. Each level fixes a level of Atzilus B'ri Yitzirah Each one, Atzilus B'ri Yitzirah And he says that the Soid is misakin Atzilus. The highest level of Torah, the secret, fixes Atzilus. 
And Pshat Remez Drush Mesakit Biyah. That fixes Biyah. Chulu. Bring Yitzira. So Pshat fixes Asiya. Remez Yitzira. And Drush Briya. And then again Soid Atzilus. So that fixes Biyah. Let's do this language. So we see something very interesting over here. We see that correction is needed for everything. It says in the Ramaz. We have to fix the Pshat Ramaz Drushu Soid, fixes both, fixes everything, fixes not only Biyah, but it fixes Atzilus. But first it says it fixes Bidiyitzira which are Alma de Pruda, they're words of separation. And then we also have the idea we have to fix Atzilus. And that's why we have to split both, as the Altarim is going to explain now. So it says like this. So first he's going to explain what does it mean to fix Bri Yitzhia And then he's going to say how it fixes Atzilus. So it says, Upirush Mesakin Biyab. The meaning that it fixes Biyab. Shaloyiyah bimchinas Pirut. So that they should not be in a level of pirut, because in biyah it's very it's very straightforward. Because we say they're in a level of pirut, they're in a level of separation. So in order for them not to be separated, elo sheyu gamkin bimchinas bittel that they too, instead of being pirut, they should also be bottle kimoi vatzilus like in atzilus. That needs to fix it. So through. The learning of Torah, Pshat Ramesh Drush, you fix it. The revelation of this fixing that they have been corrected, that Bri Yitzir and Asiya stand in the level of Bittl, will come, will be revealed in the future. Through our acts today, we are fixing the Bri Yitzir and Asiya. And in the future, we'll recognize that they too will be bottled. Then at that point, all of Briyatsiya will be included in Atsilus. As the Ramaz writes in portion of Vizkhan. This is the idea of a Nor Yoitse Me'eden Sagon. It says that the river came out from Aden to water, to give water to the garden. Now the word Gan is spelled Nun Gimel, which is 53. There are 53 portions in the Torah. Reishis, Noyach, Lech Lecho, 53 of them. So Hashkis Sagan means that the Parshish, this Torah, which is divided into the 53 Parshis, is watered, which means it receives its uh, Light revealed in it is what is the level of Aden. Is again nun gimus agans dorim deiraisa umishav yiparet, and from there it separates. Now, Torah itself, the Gan itself, is in Atzilus, and when we say mishav yiparet, from there it separates means it becomes a source for the worlds of separation of Bri, Yitzhi, Asiya. 
Sometimes we tie to Misham Yipara that already separates that that represents here he's talking about within Atsilus. It already becomes separated, becomes a source for the worlds that separation. So we have the three worlds of Bri, Yitzira, and Asiya as they are in Atsilus. Pirushi Parit, Shazau Tikkun, Loyalumapirut. But over here, if I carry over here, from there it will spread out to the Meaning it will fix the prayer. Not it will separate, that it will become, that it separates from Hashem, it becomes uh, no bittle. But Lahashki says Sagon means that that it waters from the Torah, that Torah will fix the period that it will no longer be separation. That happens to the three levels of Pshat, Remus, and Drush. Those are the Brits, Yerasira, as they are in Atsilus. Hanim Shokim Ibchinus Noranal, which is, extends and comes from the level of Nor, that I mentioned before. Vuhu Inyana Toiro, that is Toiro. So Toiro comes down from Atsilus to fix Bia. Shenemar Bo, because with regards to Toiro, we say these three languages. Vilich Vaidi. For my honor, Brosiv Yitzartiv Afasisi. So Bri, Yitzira, and Asiya, as they are in Torah, as they are in the world of Atsilus. Commission is boldly ill, as explained earlier, So that means Torah coming to fix the world, to fixing the worlds of Bri, Yitzira, and Asiya. That's only three, but we also have to fix the world of Atsilus too. Achinyan Tik Noilum Atsilus. What is the meaning of, of fixing the world of Atsilus? Atsilus is already bottled. What do we have to fix there? That it should shine over there, the revelation that it saw from the inner level of Atik. That is through the inner part of Torah. Hanikras, Soif, Havaya, the secret of Hashem to those who fear Him. So Yireyov is Atzilus. They already fear Him. They're already in a level of battles. But the secret of Hashem, the secret of Torah, which is Primus Torah, will go to Yireyov, comes down in Atzilus from the higher level, from the level of Primus Atik, from the level of the crown, of the Atik, which is removed, which is higher than Atzilus. And with regards to that correction, it's stated, He raises his hand on top of the Nohar. Because when we talk that it leaves the Nohar, So from the level of Nohar over there, it says, from there he separates That is the source of Nohar, and it fixes them. That is the Nahar itself. So the, as we said, that from the Nahar, once you split it, so then you have that connection to be able to toira, to bring down into the Bridzirasiya the level of Bitlava Tsilus. Avaltikunahatsilus, why they bechina shalamailamanor, behave Allah nor which is higher than the river. Hana Zao be called the Shiva Nakhalim. He will split him into seven rivers. You see, he'll take the what it means is that, as it says, the post, 
So it says, the post says, Nachal, the river of your delight, Adonecho. That's the level of uh, Atik, which is the level of delight. Tashkem, which means the Adonecho, the Sloshen Eden, from Gan Eden. So in this case, will be the level of Eden itself. Uh, so that means that that will be the Gilu Bechines Eden Atzmoy. So that it's not going to be a Nohor Yetzir Eden. It's going to be Al Hanor, which means above the Nohor, the Eden itself will come down revealed. The level of Atik will be revealed. The Pneumis Atik will be revealed itself, that Nacha will be revealed in in, 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 in Atzilus, in the lower level. Behainu, uh, and that is Kyanor Zemachshove. The Nor is Machshove. That's the level of thought. Behine Machshove Diburu Maise Machshove Diburu Maise Heim Bia. Machshove Diburu Maise correspond to Brit Sirio Asilo Asio. So there is also, so that would be in the regular but there is in a level of Atzilus also Machshav of Bri Yitzira Asira, which is the regular level of Torah, which is Nimshech into fixing Bri Yitzira Asira. But on top, on top of regular Machshove, we have, we say, very deep is your thought, which means there's the regular level of Machshove, and then there is the depth of Hashem's Machshove, which is level Machshtimo. That is a level of Machshove Diburu Maise, which is beyond Seichel. So you have the level which is higher. Similar to this, we'll understand what it's the revelation from the level which is higher than Norchul. So he says, and similar to this, we'll understand the idea of the revelation of the level which is above the Nor. Because he says, What does it mean, the Bayam Ruchoi? It says, So what is this, Ruchoy? Yes, Lufadish, we can explain this. Based on what our sages of blessed memory said, I'll post it on the verse. It says, The Ruach Halikim that was hovering over the water. So what was that Ruach Halikim? So we said, the Chazal say that Zeu Ruchoy Shomelech HaMashiach. This is the spirit of the Melech HaMashiach. That's Hovah. Hainu Madi Omar V'nocha olav ruach Hashem This, the Pesach states uh, that on him will rest the ruach Hashem. So we see the idea of ruach with regards to Mashiach. 
So that's why when it says Ruach Elohim, that's the same spirit that is the Ruach Melech Mashiach, which is from the Gemara in Brachis, Breishis, I mean in, in Brabis, in, in the Merdeshlab of Breishis, Parshat Beis, and also Varesh Parshat Tazri, in the beginning of the section of Tazri. So, Vihinei, B'Moshe Nemar, with regards to Moshe, we say, Min Hamayim, Mishisiu, that I have drawn him out, Paris says, Daughter of Paris says, Min Hamayim, Vekroshma Moshe, Ki Min Hamayim, Mishisiu, she's taking him from the level of Mayim. Now, Mayim itself, we know that there is Mayim El Yoinim, Mayim Tachtoinim, Hashem made the Rekia, and, um, so from that level of the Mayim El Yoinim, from the borders of above, Shemishom, Hamshokas Hatoide, Haniglis Lone, Kimayim. That from that level, Min Hamayim, she took Moshe Rabbein, Moshe gives the Toide that comes from the level of Mayim, that's the level of Mayim El Yoinim from which the Toide that is revealed to us, Toide Haniglis Lone, which is now the revealed Toide, uh, comes from the Kimayim, and the comparison to the Mayim, why is my Torah Mayim? We know, it's like water that goes from high to low. The Torah comes from the Shemayim, it comes down to this world. But the inner part of Torah, that's, this is uh, that, that Mayim level, that's the level of Nikola, the Nikolas, but the Pneumis Atoyda Zehu Bechinas Beruach Elikim Rachefes Al Pnei Hamayim. That is the Ruach Elikim that hovers above the water. Lemaylo Mimchinas Mayim, which means it's above, it's higher than the level of Mayim, higher than the level of the Toyda Nikolas. Vazeh Oimer, Vazeh Nemar, and with regards to this, it is said, it is written, Beheinif Yode Al Hanor. He raises his hand out the nor shubchinas mai. That is level of water. So he raises yodi alanor above level of mayim. Ba'ayom ruchay mashal maylo mibchinas mayim. What is higher than level of mayim? Ba'yidayzeh and through reaching into that level is vihikohu. Then he could split it to shivan chol. How do we bring down this level which is higher than Mayim? That comes through the level of Teshuvah. Because all the levels of above are dependent upon our doing. So we're learning actually now in the Gemara and we're learning that Whatever measure you do, that's the way Hashem measures with you. And it works in both ways, in the bad and in the good. You know, in other words, in Aveda and, and in also certainly in Mitzvah. So the way Hashem has made the system uh, is that there is a response from above to the work of the person. So like... When you knock at the door, you get answers. So you have to knock. You have to make an Esarusa de la Tato in order to get the Esarusa de la Eilo. So in order to merit, in order to bring down that higher level, the level of Mashiach, it also comes through the level of Teshuvah, which is the highest level in the person. Shuhu Gamkein, 
Bechinas. Because with regard to Tshuva, the, the Pasuk says, V'horuach toshuv el ha'alikim. That you are bringing your Ruach back to Alikim. Here we were talking about the Ruach Alikim and Achefes. We're talking about the level which is Apnei Hamoyin. Ruach Alikim and Apnei Hamoyin. So through your level of Teshuvah, of Ruach Tosh Alikim, K'mayshe Kosu, Al-Posik, Hazina Hashemayim Chulu. K'mayshe Kosu, Al-Posik, Hazina Hashemayim Chulu. And then we say, V'ruach, I see Ruach, V'amshik Ruach. So the ruach of the person that brings the ruach and it brings it down, the He says, our ruach brings down the ruach of Hashem, the ruach of Mashiach that brings down the higher level. That through our level of shuva we bring down that higher level. Okay, so go is down. Toisus biur to add additional explanations. Shaykes inyan biko. To understand why are we splitting it into seven specific pieces, how does it relate to the revelation of the inner part of Torah? That's going to be in the future. Right now, we've discussed that the seven represents the Aves and the Emoes, it represents the Sviris of Atsilus. Splitting the seven connects it to the level of Keser, to Atik. It reveals the level of Soida Shemli Reyov, it's Al Hanor. We explained all the Mechus We explained that it comes down all the highest level that connect. But we didn't explain how does the seven of the Emois, how does it specifically connect to Pnimis Atoyra? Why is Pnimis Atoyra connect Dafke to the splitting of the seven? So. Seven connect. The Torah will come when you split it to seven, you'll get the inner part of Torah. So, what's the connection? So, he says, Oh, based on what it's written, in the Maimer of Ayat, starts with the word Lovan got up early, it mentioned earlier. So, there it says, That what was Yaakov, our father's. Peace unto him. What was his measure? What was his quality? His main quality was he That was the mercy of above. The level of Tiferes, which is Tiferes da Atzilus, is which is Tiferes da Atzilus, because you have Chesed Gevura Tiferes, right? So Abraham is Chesed, Yitzchok is Gevura, and Yaakov is Tiferes. So Rachamim Yoinim means that that is Tiferes, that Tiferes, that Atsilus. In Atsilus is the level of Tiferes. So, what he says is um, that the middle, the middle of Rachmanes, these are also translated into service of Hashem. Serving Hashem with love, with kindness, that's level of Chesed. Serving Hashem with Gevura, as we learned in many Maimorim, that is the level of a person putting himself down in a, in a way that he becomes bitter on his situation, on his distance from Hashem. And then we have the service of pity, of Tiferes, which is Rachamim, is pity, is the sense of uh, realization that it's a tremendous pity on us how we have descended in such a low level. So that's the level of Yaakov. So, 
Now, what happens with Yaakov, of course, later on, goes down to his children, because that's the tribes. Now, by the tribes we know is 12. The tribes we know is 12. But over here we're talking about Yaakov, the third one of the forefathers. And he's saying that the level of Tiferes, the level of Rachmonas, applies in all the worlds. Which means, the pity means that you real, the realization that things have descended to very, on a very, very low level. So, of course, in the worlds of Biyabri, Yitzirasiya, of course we understand that there is a pity on them, because they don't sense anymore, they're, they're separated, they don't have a sense of godliness. But we'll learn that the union of Rachmanes is also in the world of Atzilus, as a pity on Atzilus too, because also Atzilus, at the end of the day, is a descent. And... We're going to see how this is about, how this brings about the, um, the revelation. So he says like this, Even in all the upper worlds, it applies and it rests upon them, the level of having mercy. Pity. There's pity on all the worlds, even the upper worlds. Those madrig of the tribes who come out of the thigh of Yaakov, which means they descend at lower level. They are on a lower level than Yaakov. So, what does it mean on them? They're on a lower level of Yaakov. So, the Hainu, so then that means, which represents in the service of Hashem to arouse great mercy on the godly spark which rests in his soul. He has a big how she wondrously descended such great descents from above. So he says, that the mercy is based upon the level, according to the level of knowledge, Chulu. Uh, so, when there is a greater knowledge, then there is uh, Rachmanus, relative to the, to the Rachmanus. In other words, when you realize more that the descent is greater, right, then you have more pity, because then you, 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 you first taste, you have an understanding that this is not, that this is a great descent. Look into that mind. From this we can understand why Kriyas Yamsuf was split to 12 pieces for the 12 tribes. For now, there is a pity on the Shvatim, because what that represents, the Shvatim, that means the Neshama goes down into the body, which is in the world of Asiya. So over there, the block and the 
obscurity is, is very great. So, because Mashiach came by Yomashiach, as opposed to the upper world, <laughs> like we know from the Pesach Af so the Torah accounts, the Pesach accounts, the Chvaydi Barosu Yitzartiv, Bri Yitzirasiyah, then it says, Af Asisiv. That means Asiyah is a descent, there's even a break in the between. It's not, it's not, uh, the, 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 not direct even, it's not like Barosu Yitzartiv, but it's Af Asisiv, means also I mean, meaning that it's a further descent, more than the other one, more than Bri Yitzirah. On a different scale, because it's an alpha system. Uh, so, where is the main place that we have Rachmanis? On which spot is the main Rachmanis? Main spot of Rachmanis is on the world of Asiya. Because the world of Asiya, in this world, we are the lowest and the furthest away from Hashem. So now we have Rachmanis on the Shvot. That's now. Chul but When this world of Asiya will be refined, and God's glory will be revealed. So here in this world, we'll be able to feel, we'll sense Godliness because God will be revealed in this world in the world of Asiya. There will be a revelation in this world as above. There will be no application, more pity on the descent into Asiya. More than descending in the Bria, it will be no different because in our world we'll be like in the level of Bria, we'll have like the higher world. What's not Rahmanas on us? Then will be. So this is the, the pity of the Shvatim. The pity will be on the fathers themselves. The pity will be not for the Shvotim. It's not that the parents, the others will pity this tribe that they went down to Asiya, but it will be a pity on themselves to have a pity on their own level. Even in the higher world, there's a pity. So, basically, what are you saying? Right now, the main Rachmanis is on the world of Asiya. But in Laosid Lavei, when the world of Asiya will be elevated to the level of Bria, there won't be a Rachmanis on the Elam Ha But then there will be the level of Rachmanis for the Ovis, for themselves, for the Elam Hatzilus. And. What's, what's this love of words? What? What's going to be this love of words? They actually still create a creation, Asiya, not? Yeah. But they they'll be elevated because all the avoid that we're doing today to to breathe, to, 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 so they're gonna be left be, beyond the Rahman so the ah. is So your question. So the what you're saying is what it's going to be the same thing. So why is it going to be Asiya? Then Asiya is going to be no longer. Then it's going to be the level of Bri. It's going to be in a higher level. There are many other factors. There are certain factors which, number one, the simple, on the very simple level, a world of creation is a physical world. 
That we're not going to lose. The world of Bri is not a physical world. The world of Yitzir is not a physical world. The idea is that in Asiya, in the physical world, so there's one aspect of this world that is going to remain. That is why it's still called Asiya. That's why it's still called Asiya. That much is not, we're not going to lose. But we're going to say that the level of Asiya, what we see there, and there's other factors. I'm not sure all the factors. There's other factors. But as far as the world, ourselves, the inhabitants, everything in the world representing godliness in an open way, it will be because the glad glory will be revealed into the world. Okay? That's just what, yeah. The phrase that you just said right before that explanation, uh, give me a year, maybe I've just, just uh, but a little problem is here for me with all this mimer. Uh, it seems like I'm missing uh, key words in all, uh, all this point. The, you say it's a Rachmoinus, Gonna be removed to place where is our, our voice, our, our voice in a um, Atzilus. Atzilus. Right. Right. So all those three worlds that uh, they be lower than Atzilus. So it's saying the same is what we're gonna le- uh, be left. There are no no Rachmanos for uh, no pity for for people who gonna be even in the higher level in the Bria. We're still gonna be ending up. With okay. No, but no, because th- when there's gonna be pity. But we're going to bring that pity, brings down, we're going to learn now, that pity brings down a higher level even into Atsilus, which later on filters down into the Bri Yitzhi So via uh, Atsilus, uh, because of that work uh, uh, and uh, uh, folding into Bria, uh, we're going to bring more light. Yes, to absolutely. Our, our yes, yeah, through the others. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So let's just look over here quickly because we're running out of time here. Okay. Just like through the arousal of below, that the Rachmanus of the Shvatim. In other words, when we have the level of the pity of the Shvatim, of the tribes, in other words, the level of, of Bria, who do, they, who do they pity? Who do Shvatim? Shvatim are in Bria. They pity Atzilus. And that's why. And then eventually, through this Rusultata, through the level of Teshuvah, Mam Shichim, Isarusa de Leila, they bring down from above an arousal, Rachamim, They bring down a higher level of Rachamim. When the Shvatim have pity, what do they bring down? They bring down in Bri, they bring down from the level of Atsikus, they bring down. So the pity. When it's used to. That, no, when you have the, the pity draws down a higher level from Atsilus into into Bria. Okay? And then Asiya becomes like Bria, but they bring down, they break through. That was the Vihika Sanor, the the uh, the 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 Tao twelve uh, passageway. So they bring down, as we learned before in the Maimon, they bring down from Atsilus into into Bria. So just like through the a higher level of mercy, that is the mercy of the fathers themselves. Kimoy. He's telling you the father, like Yaakov, is considered like the bark of the, 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 the tree itself. And the tribes are like branches that come from the tree. But when you pull a branch, you're pulling the tree too. The tree follows the branch. So when we pull the Shvatim, which means the Shvatim's 
mercy from the Shvatim, that's right, they slept down the tree with them, they slept down their father with them, they slept down the level of Yaakov with them. The most Hashemit Shalilam, the stick of the tree, that you bend it, through the bending of the stick, the entire tree is bent. And then you bring down godliness, what does it mean? Through the level of the Torah Mitzvah. Through Torah Mitzvah. Torah Mitzvah is the conduit, is the way that the Namshacha from the others, from Atzimus, comes down into this world through the Torah, the learning of the Torah and the observance of the Mitzvah. That is the uh, extension that comes down through the Torah that's before us, our Torah that's in front of us, which is Amshachas Chokhmah which is bringing down the Chokhmah Ilah. Like it says in the Mimer, in the end of the Mimer, in that in order to bring down, earn the extension of Torah, that is through the level of Rachmanus of Yaakov, we bring down that level of Torah. Because we'll come on. Like I said later on. So just like it works now from a high level, when you'll have the revelation of the Rahmanas of the fathers themselves, in all the Shabbos Yisrael, in other words, that the Yidin will at that point have the Rahmanas now from the level of Atzilus. Why? Because now they're not going to be distant. Now we're not distant from Bria, but now we're distant from Atzilus. Because Asiyah has already become Bria. So, what is the Rahmanus? What is the distant? The Rahmanus is that they're far away from the Ovis. They're not anymore far from the Shvatim. Because they are already by the Shvatim. Because the light has come down them to the Terminus. So now, their Rahmanus is because they're distant from where? They're distant now from the Ovis. So through that, the Gilgit of the Ovis, so when they experience that Rahmanus, they bring down a higher level of Surus Leila. They bring down from the great mercy of the level of Arachampi. Which is higher than the level of Chesed Gvurat Fez Datsilus. Because let's not forget, Rachamim is the level of Tiferes. That's part of Yaakov, which is of Atsilus. But now we bring down the level of Rachamim Rabbi, Rachamim Gdoilim, which is Arachampi, which is the level of Keser, which is higher than Atsilus. As the post I will gather you, not with Rachamim, Rachamim with great Rachmanus. Which is also refers to the time of Mashiach. Akapzech, I will gather you in all the exiles. And over there he uses the word Rachamim Gedoylim that comes from the level of Arich. Uksivan also it says, Chazdi Meitcha Loyomush. It doesn't say, it says Chazdi. He says, My kindness, which means the level of Hashem's kindness. Which is not the level of Chesed of Atzilus, which is just called Chesed. The level of Arich is called Chazdi, my Chesed, because the higher level. So Chazdi, Chazdi, Daft is specifically my Chesed. And through this will extend. Which is the hidden intellect, which is higher than Chokhmad Atzilus. So the higher level of Hamshoche is Mamshich from the Rachamim, Mamshich from a higher level of Moichin, and that's the level of Primis Torah. And that is connects specifically, that's what we're telling you, that's why it connects specifically to the, uh, to the level of Primis Torah, because the Primis Torah comes from the Moichistimah, 
comes from the higher level. Okay, so we'll continue the Maimer. So we're here. And the Alpizeria Shleima. You have the line that starts with the word Mechokhmed Atzilus. And based on this, we can explain Yeshleima. We can say, This that our sages of blessed memory said that Eitz Hadas It says that the Eitz Hadas, the tree of knowledge, which was the tree that Hashem said to. Adam, that he shall not eat. That from the tree of knowledge of you know good and bad, he should not eat. He told him not to eat from that tree. So it says that what kind of a tree was it? So it wasn't actually a tree. It was chitois. It was a, a wheat. It was the thing with the chitois. Now, that's a problematic a little bit. I know that it was a wheat. Because what is the idea of chitois? If you take the word chito, and you see the numerical value of chito, it's ches and tes is 17, because ches is 8, and tes is 9, so which equals 17. If you add the a to 17, it's 5. That is 22. 17 and 5 is 22. 22 represents the 22 letters of the Torah. So the idea of chito explained elsewhere, because so it's difficult, in somewhere else, it's explained the chito ha'inucham beizayis that the chito is the twenty-two letter of the Torah. So, if we're talking about the Torah, ve'eich nikra eitzadas. So, how could chito be an eitzadas? Eitzadas, the tree of knowledge, good and bad. The Torah is not good and bad. The Torah is only good. It's only toy. How could it be the eitzadas toyvara? How could it be a chito? How could it be? The 22 letters, how could it be the Torah? But the idea is, as explained elsewhere in the Maimer that begins with the word at the time that the Jews introduced Nasr to Bishma. So Vadir says like this The Torah that the Torah Shabiksab, the written Torah, is referred to as Eitzchai, the tree of life. Because we see that amongst the trees that the Shem told him is the Eitzadah that he shouldn't eat. But then the Ebishter also says that lest he's going to take from the Eitzachai, he's going to take from the tree of life, and he's going to live forever. So the Ebishter chased him out from. So we shouldn't eat it. So we see that there was a tree of Eitzchai. So the tree of Eitzchai, it says in the Zoyar, that is the tree of life. That's the Pnimis Or no, I'm sorry, the Torah Shemiksav, that's the written Torah. The Torah Shabal Peh, but the oral Torah is Nikra, the Zoyar, is called in the Zoyar, Ilono de Toivara, a tree of good and bad. So, what does it mean? Three of good and bad, the Torah is good and bad. We see the difference in the Torah Everything is clear over there. Everything is, there's no question, there's no answer, everything is written. But in the Torah the oral Torah, there's questions, there's blocks, there's hidden, there's arguments, there's back and forth. 
So the Altarebbe explains in Tanya, and, uh, he breaks down over here, uh, at length he explains, in the Yeres HaKodesh, Altarebbe explains that Veloishi Chazer Sholem Eitz Hadaz Toivara. Not God forbid to say that the Torah Shabbat is the Eitz Hadaz is good and bad. There's no such thing in the Torah. Oral Torah is not bad. Everything is only good. What does the Zoyar mean when the Zoyar says that the Torah Shabbat is called Eitz Hadaz Toivara? How could we say that about the Torah? So he says, it's not that it is itself, God forbid, it's Adar Tevara. Ki for the oral Torah, he malchus atzilus. Torah is malchus atzilus, the Yehu Begar Moichad. With regards to malchus atzilus, we say with regards to atzilus that he, he meaning the Esau himself, Begar and his garments, meaning the Caliph, the vessels of atzilus, are kind of one, that Shem unites himself with him. If Hashem unites itself with that level, God forbid to say that it's right, it's only toiv. But what it means, but what he means to say, what he means to say when he says that it's eitz adas what he means to say, that it dresses up, level of malchus dresses up, the level of dresses up to Sort out to figure out to purify the eight sadas tevara. It figure it helps to figure out the eight sadas tevara. Shehi klipasnega. The eight sadas in itself that says good and bad that is the klipa of noyga, because as we know, as Dalton Rebbe says in Tanya, the three klipas are tmeis legamri. They had totally klipas. They're totally on the tuma the other side. Over there, there's no time at all. There's no good at all. That's totally bad. Totally There's no shine. You have the fourth klipa, which is already a klipa snoga. There is a little shine. There's a little bit of toiv, which is basically all the ilum has, all the dvarim amutorim that come from the level of klipa snoga. Over there, you have to be mevader. What descends to be mevader is after Teresh Peh. comes down in the dvarim agashmi, to be mevatered, which is higher than that, it doesn't descend to be mevatered the as explained at length, in the holy letter, in the tiny, in the Dibra Maskil, Even with regards to Teresh Vixav, not only with regards to Teresh Vixav, we're saying it descends into the Torah to be invited to sort out things. Also, with regards to the written Torah, the Pasuk states, Bishivri Lochem Mate Lechem. So it says over there that a uh, Purchase for you, mati uh, lechem means some bread, which mati lechem who eats chayim. That is eats chayim. That is the mati lechem. Now, what happens is that the Torah Shemiksav, which was what is the Torah Shemiksav? Really, it started with the luchos. 
because that was the written Hashem engraved in the Luchas when he gave it to Moshe Rabbeinu. What happened with the first Luchas that Moshe Rabbeinu came? He broke the Luchas, so there was a Shvira in the Luchas. So he says, with the Shvira's Luchas or after the breaking of the first Luchas, Nishtal Shalom in Islam Shemidvarim Gashmachu. It also descended into uh, physical matters. As written elsewhere on the section of Pashat Bukhakoisa. That needs to say that even from Tereshim there is a descent into uh, a breakage which comes down into Lechem, into Amate Lechem, comes down into a physical matter into this world. Not only from Tereshim even Tereshim Iksav. And the reason is because in the end of the day, the Torah Shabbat Peh is not separate from the Torah Shabbat Peh because where does the Torah Shabbat Peh take its sources from the Torah Shabbat Peh? The Torah Shabbat Peh feeds the Torah Shabbat Peh because the Gemara always says, we know how many really were. We know these things. I mean, it's not saying in the Bible, but I'm just uh, explaining it. So, Bahaknu, and this is Sharekola Torah Shabbat Peh, the Torah Shabbat Peh, because the entire oral Torah receives from the written Torah. Behimbiyur. It's an interpretation and an explanation of the written Torah. And therefore, Adam Harishen Lifnei Hachet Adam Harishen, the way he was before he sinned with the sin of Eitzadaz, He was higher and this level of having to sort out the level of Eitz Adas to sort out the good from the bad. It says in the book of the uh, reincarnation, mm-hmm. over there in chapter 19, it says, He was at this level of Mashiach, that was higher level of Moshe. This that we learned that Rebbe indicated earlier, that it says by Moshe that he will run Benisa, Begoba, he will be exalted. Benisa, Begoba, goes to Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. It says also Begoba, Me'oid. Me'oid is the same letter as the word Odom. That Mashiach will be higher than the level of Odom, but he said he's only going to be higher than the level of Odom after he descended after his Chetet Sadas, but prior to the Chetet Sadas, Adam Arishan was also the higher Madreya, and even higher than See what I've said, said about what's written among the verse, Where was his uh, compartment, uh, the compartment of Adam Arishan before the Chet? Where did he live? How you began it? He was in Ganei. That's why in Chayu Hashem began it. Where did Hashem place all the Marishim before this? And he put in Ganei. Asher Benor Yitzemei. In there, there was the Nor went from Eden to water the garden. Behindu. And what it means is the Hamshich bechinas Eden Atzmei. That over there it was that the Aiden itself, it's like you said before, the Nachal Adonechos came in Taish earlier. 
not through a tzimtzum, but the Eden itself came down into the Gan. That was by Adam Arisha, because that level he didn't go through, he didn't have to, he didn't go through any tzimtzum. He went to get the level of Eden itself. That was Primisatoy. So Adam Arisha actually got Primisatoy while he was in Gan Eden. That was especially for Adam Arisha before the sin. That same level will come to Mashiach again when the loss is loving. That will be revealed in the future to Mashiach. That's higher than the level of Oisius. As we learned before, the Oisius are the contraction, the concealment of the light. That in the idea that he will raise his hand over the river. So, which means, Alanor, it says it will come to higher level, above lower, above the level of letters. He talked about above the letter of letters of Dibur and above the letters even of Mashova, all types of letters which are, at the end of the day, obscuring and don't allow for the full revelation of the light. They will all be gone. Hashem will dry them out and it will bring down into the, uh, into the world the level itself of. The Ein Sof, which is higher than the Adelsis. So, because the human Gamkin, and from all the above, we can also understand Inyan, the concept of Tnufas Shnehalechem, Al Gabe Shnehakavosim, that we raise the two breads, that's the Shnehalechem, that they brought on Shavuot. So, on top of the two sheep that was brought, the Chagah Shavuot, they also raised. The two lechem. What does it mean to raise? Kishtea lechem, the two breads, represents Haimu Toyre Shabal Piksab, the Toyre Shabal Peh. One the Toyre Shabal and one Toyre Shabal Peh. Ba'akvosim, Haim Bechinas Rachamim, and the sheep, that is the level of Rachamim, which is Midose Shel Yaakov, which is the trait of Yaakov. Yaakov's level, Tiferes Rachamim, as we learned by Rachamim before. So we say Shaidei Hamshochas Rachamim Elu. So we said before that when you bring down that level of great mercy, when a person contemplates the great mercy, Mamshichim Gilu Yhatoyro, then you bring down the revelation Toshukinas Lechem. Toyro is called also Lechem. We said before that we bring down because the Toyro is the conduit, is the place where the Sarusa de Leila comes through, through the Toyro. That's the Hamshocha that comes out into the world. The Torah is called also Lechem. As the verse states, Hashem says, I will carry you on eagle's wings. Eagle's wings, that is the level of Rachem. When he carries them on eagle's wing, his level of Rachem, as we know, that the Nasher carries on top, he has mercy on the baby, so he carries, that's the level of Rachem. So then by day said, it says, I bring you to me. Because through the great Rachamim, Hashem says, I bring Mabshik to you, my level. I bring you up to me, you know, to the level of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. By, uh, through the level of, of great mercy. the Inyan, and explain that, so what is the idea of raising the bread and raising the kvosim? I knew 
that is lahalis haTorah that is to elevate the Torah, because we said that the lechem represent Torah exam Torah shemalpeh, and the kvosim is the lechem is to elevate the Torah shemichinas lechem, which is the lechem, which is the chita, also the bread of the twenty-two letters of the Torah, will the kashno chabra and to hide and to connect it in the blessed infinite the light of the insof in the level of mamish not through amshocha not to a contracted a concealed way but to bring the mamish and likewise to elevate the mercy of the forefathers the mukayrevishosh to their source and their rule in a level of great mercy. In other words, as we said before, er or <coughs> the, the higher level of not just the level of Tiferes, Chesed, Gimura, Tiferes, of Atzikus, but the level of Rachmim Gedolim. Look about what it's written with regards to the elevation. And also, now we also understand we have the 13 measures, the 13 ways that the Torah is uh, expounded on. As we say, Bishmoyl will say in the morning, Dabr, Bishmoyl, Oymer, Bishloysh, Yesterday, the third address, and Kabachemer goes on. What's the level number 13? 13 corresponds to the Yud Gimel with Sarachim. That corresponds to the 13 attributes of mercy. Attributes of mercy are considered the level of Keser, because 10 is the level of the Sviris, is the level of 10, that's an Atsilus. But here we have to make Yud Milzarachamim. What? That's the level of Yud Milzarachamim, which is the level of Keser, which is higher than Atzilus. Because over there, there will be the revelation through the time of Mashiach, the elevation, or the time of the Kabosim. When they did that Avedah, that was reaching into even a higher level than Atzilus, in the high level in which there is the 13 Midas, Atzilus, and there is the 13 Milzarachamim. Okay. So he's going to explain now the final words of the, or not the part, the other part of the words of the verse <coughs> that we learned before. So before we learn that Hashem will raise his hand and he will, or by Yimrucha with his spirit, he will split it into seven. So we learned <coughs> that whole idea. So now he's going to explain the verse. V'zehu, the other, V'zehu v'hechrim Hashem es l'shoin yam mitzrayim. So the, the words read as l'shoin yam mitzrayim is the tongue of the Egyptian sea. Uh, tongue of the Egyptian sea is a reference to the Expansion of the Sea of Reeds. The Sea of Reeds is the Yam Suf. That's the Suf. is called so the Lishon Yam Mitzrayim, the tongue of the Egyptian thing. It says Vehecherim Hashem. What does this mean? So Upirush Radak. Radak is one of the commentators. 
David Kimchi. He's one of the commentators on the Tanakh. He translates that it means, what is the Yam Mitzrayim? I just translated it as the Sea of Reeds, Yam Suf. He translates it, the Hainun Nahar Mitzrayim. That's the river of Mitzrayim. The river of Mitzrayim is the Nile. The Nile is the Nile River. So that's the Nahar Mitzrayim. Shehu Hanilos. That is the Nilus. The Nilus is the Yar Mitzrayim. Bechain Kosov B'Mitzudos. And also the Mitzudos, that's another commentary on the, uh, famous commentary on the Tanakh, also translates that the Yam over here is talking about the Nile River, the Nilus. And this is the same what we say in the verse, So when we read about the, um, the river that flowed from the Eden, in the beginning of Bereshis of creation, the river flowing from Eden, the verse says over there, that's from that point they separated, and it turned into four heads. There were four main rivers expanded from that river. And number one, it says, Shem Ha'echo, the name of the first river, was Pishoin. That's the name of the first one. What is Pishoin? And Rashi translates over there in the Chumash, what is this Pishoin? Hunilis. That is the Nilus, that's the Nile. Which is the Nahar Mitzrayim Chulu, which is the river of Mitzrayim. So that's the Pishoin, that's the first of the rivers that spread out from the north. It came later was Pishoin with Mitzrayim. V'chein Kosa B'Zoyar Chelik Aleph Lech Lecha Perik Aleph Beis. That over there it says in number Perik Aleph Beis, it says over there the same thing. That Shalachain, Nemar, Kigan, Hashem Ki'eretz Mitzrayim The verse says that it was the, the, the land was in trying to describe uh, the land uh, that was before God turned over uh, the city of Sodom and Gomorrah Sodom and Amorah uh, before God turned it over the verse states that the city was Kigan Hashem like Hashem's garden now, what is the garden of Hashem? It was beautiful Hashem's garden. And then it says, Ke'eretz Mitzrayim, like the land of Egypt. That's how beautiful it was. It was like Hashem's garden, like the land of Egypt. So, what's the connection of the garden of Hashem with the land of Egypt? The garden of Hashem with the land of Egypt, what's the connection between them? Ghanai, what's the connection between Ghana of Eden and, uh, and, the, and Mitzrayim? But now we understand because we're saying that from that river that flowed into the Garden of Eden, it separated into four, into four, and one of them was the Nile River. Because to there, to there meaning to Egypt, to Mitzrayim, it extended one of the four rivers that went out of Gan Eden. Hainu. That is Shema Echot Pishon Chulu. That is the name of the one was Pishon, etc. So 
over there too, that substantiates that this whole thing is the connection of the Nahar uh, that comes from Aden is um, is that the Nile River. And further, the Parshas Chayisora, Dav Kuf Chavhei, Soif Omadalev, Kosaf, so over there in the Zohar he writes, My Sheim Ha'echod Pishoin. What does it mean, the name of Echod, the name of the one? Uh, it would maybe sound more appropriate to say Shem Horishon, the first name. See, number one, you can somebody sometimes say only, and sometimes you can say number one. When you say number one, you're saying one, then there's two, three, or four or follow. You're saying only, you're saying that that's the only one. Like that's why we have also a question all the time when we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu, we say Hashem Echod. Why don't we say Hashem Yochid? Hashem is only if we're trying to say that there's only God. Because Echod could be Achad, Shtaim, Shalosh, Arba, there could be one, two, three, four. That's Echod Hamonui, when that's counted. So seemingly, by the when the Torah counts the uh, rivers over there, it talks you about this first, the second, the third, the fourth. So we should have said maybe instead of Ha'echod, in this case Echod, the results could be Echod Sheni, but it could have said Shem Harishon, instead of even the word Echod. Because Echod also means Hamonri, but it's still not as... But he says that Shem Ha'echod Pishoy means Ha'meyuchad Mikulom. Because it was sort of special than all of them. It wasn't just the number one, it wasn't one, two equally, but it was Echad, it was Miyuchad, it was special. That first river, that Pishoin, is Nilus, that was something special, uh, relates to the Gan Eden. And it says, Ulefikoch, and therefore, Therefore, the wisdom of the Egyptians was more than all of the world. So their wisdom, the wisdom of Mitzrayim, was beyond anybody in the world. Where do we see that the wisdom of the Egyptians was so great? You know, we find the necromancers, we find the Chachomim, different things in the Torah about Mitzrayim. But where do we see that the wisdom of the Egyptian was better? So we see that from another Pasuk. Shari Gabei, Shavach de Shloima. When we're trying to talk about the praise of Shlomo, King Solomon. The Torah says over there that his wisdom was even greater than the wisdom of Egypt. That means that when you want to compare and you want to say that you're greater than the wisdom, you use Mitzrayim as an example. So that means that Mitzrayim was very wise. It's Nemar, the the second line from the top. It says, Vatelev Chochmas Shloima. And the wisdom of Shloima increased, Chulu, and it says, Umi kol that it was greater than all of the wisdom of the Egyptians. That's in Melochim Aleph, Simon Hay, uh, chapter 5 of the. So, why was Egypt smarter than all the rest of the world? And that is, Lifishashoidesh Hanor Anal. Because the root of that river, Nimshach, it extends because that comes from the river that 
comes out of Eden. Now Eden is what? Shehu Chochmo Bina Chulu. Eden, that's the Chochma and the Bina. And since it's a Nohar which comes, extends from Eden, from Chochmo Bina, it's understood that that's why it's a greater level of Chochma. Chulu. And this is what our sages tell us. There is waters that raise wise people. What does it mean that there is waters that raise wise people? How does water raise wise people? There are certain waters. Meaning if you drink, in the literal sense it means if you drink this water, then you'll become wise. You know, the waters will make you wise. But in this context over here, we're saying, if you drink sort of the waters that come from Eden, we're not talking about no, uh, only the physical water here. We're talking about, if you have used the Chokhmah Bina, that extends from the Chokhmah Bina, which extends to the level of Nor, meaning if you uh, enjoy that Chokhmah, the Chokhmah Bina, then you will be wise. And look into Berabis, that's the Medrash Rabbe and Soy Parshas Balak. At the end of the Parshish, look into Ramaz and Parshish Chayisor. Look into the Sefer Moir Oiz Dalet, Sif Chav Hei. That it says, Dalet Nahoroiz. That these four rivers represent him, Avo, that's Aveim, that's Chokhmabino, and Zovinukva, and the Midas and Malchus. And he says, Pishoin Ba'abo. The Pishoin, the first one, which is the Nar, the Pishoin, that's in the level of Abo, that's in the level of Chokhma, the level of Abo. Lishoin. The language of Pishon is pushu v'sigu. Pushu means to increase and to make a lot. That's Loshon of Pishon. Which means, kiribu ha-shefa, because the lots of flow, yorid ma-chokma, comes from the level of chokma. Kulam b'chokma osisochulu, because everything Hashem made with chokma, so we have the level of Chokma being the union of Pushu. Vain Mizeh, Bitikuni Zoyar, look into this in the Tikuni Zoyar, Tikun Nundala, Dav Tzadik Aleph, Amadalaf. So, according to this level, we're saying that the level of the four rivers are the level of Chokma Bina, Azomachos of Atsilus. But yet, Achim Kolzeh, but notwithstanding this, Ma'achar Shenemar Bohem. Since by them it's stated, Umishom Yiporeid, Vahoyolar Boroshim, that from there it's separated and it turned into four heads. So, what does it mean that it's separated from there, that there is a separation over there and it became to four Roshim? And he said it, mentioned also earlier, that they are already connected. And they give the flow for the worlds that separate. Even though it says they separated, but they're still in the level of Atsilus, but they become a source for the separation of Bri, Yitzir, and Asiya further down. Uh, 
They are a, the root for the worlds that separate. As it says in the Zoyar, in the first section, in Vayetze, it says, that from that point they separated. That is, Turei de Proido. Uh, those are from there, meaning that those are mountains of separations, meaning uh, separate mountains, meaning the level of Briyitzirasiya, which come out from these four rivers. These four rivers are, are their source. V'zehu shenikra l'shoin This is what we call this the Loshen, the tongue of the Egyptian sea, or in this case, the Egyptian river, the Nil. Pirush Mitzrayim. What does it mean, the word Mitzrayim over here, Egypt? So Mitzrayim is Lashoin, is the language of Meitzorim or Guvulim. That means limitation of boundaries. Uh, that's Mitzrayim. Shehein Bechinas because they are in the level of limitation. They're limited. In other words, they're created in a finite, in a boundary-like level. There is a finity, there is a definition, there is boundaries to everything. Like for example, it says that to go from the earth to the sky it says, Mahalich Tov Kuf Shono. takes 500 years to go. So that would be a very physical, but also physical, Hein Begashmis, whether it's physically walking 500 years, or Vehein Beruchnis. But even if you speak about it in a spiritual context, to go 500 years, you know, there was 500 levels, but it's still finite, it's still definitions over here, because you're placing a number, you're placing years on it, you're placing it within a framework of something. So that's why it becomes Hubichinas That's still in a boundary and it is in a limitation. Nikra. And that's why this is referred to that level of uh, creation is referred to Umisham Yiparit that it separates from there. In other words, it separates from the infinite to become finite. So it separates, now it's different. Separates means from there, from the level of infinity or from the level of Atsilus, it separated itself to become a defined and a limited and a Mitzrayim type of creation. So that now there should be appearing to be an existence and as an independent item. So now they lose their uh, total uh, subjugation or that they appear to be totally uh, bottled to Hashem. And now they come to be an independent item because they have space, they take up place. There's time, there's for the definitions. The Hainu, that means, Shehemokar Hashefa 
They are, they become, they are the source of the flow that creates that creates the worlds on the Mkhulu. For they receive from the level of Dibur, which is the words, the letters that we spoke about before that conceal. So just like by the person's speech, so the Dibur receives the intellect that the person has in himself, and what they do is the speech takes it out outside them to another person. So the speech brings it outside of them. Uh, so now, once you say, once you once you said something, you can't take it back, right? Once the things left your mouth, you can't take it back. So now, once you've spoken it, you own the words before you said it. But once you said it, you don't own the words anymore. Now they're out there. So that means they've been separated from you. They're, they have an independent. They have a life of themselves. They're not. You don't have to keep on saying them. You said it once, and once you said it, the words are there. So in a similar way, uh, the uh, the source of the worlds of Biyah uh, go outside of there, to the outside to become independent beings. But it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different with the above that it's by the human being. Because by the person, by the human being, he's only in a certain area. He takes up a certain space. But anything that is beyond the space is not him. So we can say that his words go outside of him. They have left him. They've left the person. They've gone outside of him. But that's only by a person who has only a limited space. But Hashem, which is everywhere, how could you say something left Hashem? Nothing leaves Hashem. Hashem is everywhere. You can't, there's no such a thing as leaving Hashem. Vagam ki lemailo ein shayich dovor shechutz mimenu yizbarich. Above, it doesn't apply uh, that there should be something which is outside from him, uh, from blessed be him, from Hashem. That is before Hashem. So, the question is, uh, so what does it mean going outside? But that's only relative to Hashem. But in the perception of the creations, but relative to the created beings, there are many contractions. In other words, in their feeling, in their perception, in their world, there are many contractions. It's as if they are something separate. They do feel themselves outside of Hashem. They don't recognize, they don't feel, they don't sense that they're always connected to Hashem. It's interesting, contraction, I just thought of it. It's like giving birth. Yeah. You know, because women, you know, they have these contractions. contractions. They give birth, so. And that gives out uh, something something new. Yeah, that's brought out also in other places in, mm-hmm. in, 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 in Hasidus. Um, 
Okay, but let's go weiter here. Look in the mimer that opens with the words The Indian and the idea pirush uknafeyem prudus. It says their wings have are separated. Chulu the chayes hamerkovel. Over there it says with regards to the animals of the. Uh, chariot in the vision of Ezekiel over there by the Maris. So it says their wings were prudish, as we're saying over here. The four rivers separated, they were prudish. Prudish means separated? Yes. Lefi Shenim Shochim Arba Sadibur Chulu. And that is because they are extended from the four different expression of the mouth. Now, usually I think we say there's five yeah. but I guess one of them is a, is not considered uh, maybe... Uh, it's too immaterial. Yeah, too immaterial. It's yeah. not that. So there's four. I guess that's that's what usually we say five, but this is four. Uh, so this is all nowadays that there is a level of period, there is a level of separation between the worlds. Between, uh, uh, there's a blockage and things feel themselves separated from Hashem, distant from Hashem. Uh, they don't have a uh, perception of, of, of Hashem. In their sense... They feel, uh, you know, independent. They feel concealed. You know, they don't see, they don't recognize Hashem. But in the future, in the future to come, Shenemar over there, it says, that God's glory will be revealed. And all flesh, all flesh will see together. Meaning, all flesh, meaning that we have physically, our flesh will be able to see with our physical, kipi Hashem Diber, that it's God's mouth that has spoken. In other words, we won't see the concealment, but we will recognize that these words are the pi Hashem, they come from Hashem. That's in Yeshaya Simon Mem. That's Yishai Perik Mem. Ba'ayin Mizeh. Look about this idea in Berabbis in Medrash Rabbis Parshas Vayikra, Perik Aleph, Chapter One. And Azur Chelik Beis Soif Parshas Mishpatim Kufcha Vav Amad Aleph. Ubetoyda Oyer Parshas Lech Lecha in the Torah Oyer in the section of Lech Lecha. Divram Aschav Lo Yikora Oichim Chavram. So what does it mean? The Hainu. What does it mean that we revealed and all flesh will see? Piyashem Diber. That there will be the revelation of the level of the speech of the Bab. It'll be just like it's by Hashem, as we said before. Relative to Hashem, nothing goes outside of Him. Because there is nothing outside of Hashem. Hashem is everywhere. The speech that comes from Him. Is not It's not something separate, like the speech of the person. The speech of the person, the uh, dibur, the speech is something independent and separate 
from the person, Ella, but rather it is united with total unity in the essence and the being of the blessed of Hashem. Even after his speech went into action that Hashem creates the world relative to Hashem, the Dibur never left him. It's still in the presence of Hashem. This is the idea in Tanya, he talks about all the time, the idea that relative to Hashem, nothing, he was there and he's now just as before creation. Just like his speech of Hashem was united with Hashem, prior to the creation of the world. So nothing changed with the creation of the world Nothing really changed, and nothing came out and became differently. Sefer Shalbenim, that's the Tanya, as written in the Sefer Shalbenim in Perik Chofalaf in chapter twenty-one. So he says, So he says, in the future, we will see the same thing as it is from Hashem. That means, What does it mean? That is to say, That there will be the revelation of the speech of above, just as it is in the level of in the Pi Hashem and Hashem's mouth, so to speak, in Hashem's perception, the Basar will see, we will see, just as, it, just as it is in Pi Hashem, Hashem's perspective of His Dibur. Over there, his speech is united with his essence and his being. Likewise, so will be this revelation below. That all flesh will see that revelation. And through this, Through this, the oneness of Hashem, which is experienced in the world of Atzilus now, which means the unity of Hashem, will also be experienced, will also be over here in this world below, in the world of Asiya. As the verse states, on that day, he'll be one and his name will be one. And therefore, why? Because this world will experience the unity of Hashem. Listen what is written about this in the end of the Maimon of Zechashminis. And therefore, then there's not going to be a need for these four rivers 
Because those four rivers, they bring down the flow in a way that it separates, in a way of separating, creating uh, creations that should feel themselves independent. But then there will be the revelation and the what extends the river from Eden. The way it's higher than the level that it has to separate. There's going to be no separation because we're going to experience the higher level. And now he's going to touch the word Vehechri. And this is the meaning of Vehechrim Hashem as Lashon Yamitzrayim. Remember, we're starting to explain this post here. Hashechrim means Vitirgim Yonisun Vyovish, he will dry out. That at that time, Hashem will dry, as you say, the river of Mitzrayim. And he touched before all these limitations, these um, uh, finites that the world has created, that this separates it from the insof, it'll be dried out. It's, it's like we're talking about Kriyas Yamsu, but in here it'll be dried out. And not only that, the verse continues. But he will, on top of that, he will raise his hands over the river. He will raise his hand over the nor, meaning on top of the river that goes out uh, from Aden, which is prior, which is beyond the level of from there they separated. The call the Shiva Necholim, and he will smite it to seven rivers. Commission is barely ill that that's the connection of getting the attic and connecting the Ovis from the levels of Zoh, of the Malchus, the seven Midois, together with Ba'atika Talia Milsa to connect them all. We can say all additional, we can say the intention is here. For the seven rivers, they are the seven lower levels, which is starting from Chesed Gvura as opposed to the Gimel Rishonis, as, as opposed to the first three, which is Chacham Bin Odas. So here we're talking about uh, Chesed Gvura, Tiferes, and Netzach. So Zayin Tachtoynes Haynu Hamidois Vahadibur, that is the Midois and the Dibur. Shabohem ve'al yodom that in in them in these midos and through these midos nimshach hashefa v'hanor the flow and the river hubina shelamaylom in hamidos. So through the seventh achtoines we receive. From the river, which is Bina, which is higher than Midas. Through them, we get the Hymnus. It says, which is the 50th level of Bina, which is not comprehended at all. Because 
the Midas and the Dibur, they receive from that level of the 50th level only a ray. Just, just like that, just a plain ray. As it's known from the idea, me, who created these, meaning it's a very small, you can't sell, you can't tell. Me, who created them? In other words, it's not doesn't relate to it. It remains distant. What I wrote on there. For the future it says, the Shiva Nechalim, he will smite him to seven rivers. Hainu. That light that, ble- that shines in the river itself, in the Bina itself. That will extend and be revealed in the seven lower levels. Which are the emotions of Dibur. Which shine later on in Bia. So you will have the level of Bina itself and the level of 50th level of Bina, which is the highest level revealed into the level of the Midas. That the world will be filled with knowledge of Hashem. Just like the water covers the sea, which means uh, that now you're going to have uh, openly, that now it's going to be revealed the Das of Hashem, that it's going to totally permeate. that I guess that the water will no longer cover. It will be everything will be open. So this last piece over here that we learned now, Noisei, that just explained the last part of the posik that like the other things that we learned before, that this is all dealing about the great revelation that will come uh, in the time when Mashiach will come that the uh, sort of the ordinary flow the way we have now which is a river and it separates and there is denial it's the Mitzrayim it's Yipparet it's all separate from Hashem and that is all necessary now in order for the Bria to be in an independent sort of feeling in this perception separated from Hashem. But in the future, it will be Veheherin because we won't need to come on to, it won't be separate anymore. It will be, everything will be revealed as it is from Hashem's perspective, which is the Yehuda Ilah that. The Shem's speech is not outside, there's no period, everything is, we will experience that. And the Shiva Nechalim, as he explains over here, is in addition to what he said before, to connect it to Atik, what he learned over here, he's adding to it to bring down the actual Bina into the uh, seven Tachtoines, in the level of Chesharachamishim, and then eventually to have that filter down into the world because the and Malchus and Dibur are the source for all the world that we hear and know. And that is what is the revelation that's expected in the time of Mashiach.